Dear Princess Celestia, Happy Tuesday! Today, we learned about Thrift Store Finds Femboy Phoenixes The Canonical Gates of Pony Hell Dragon Physiology And last but not least, Inflation Saddle up, everypony. It's showtime! Every pony, welcome back to Friendship is Content, a podcast where a new fan and an old brony watch and review every single episode of Friendship is Magic. My name is Echo, and my name is Emily. I'm so I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, are you happy to be here? I'm very happy to be here. Sorry we uh missed missed a little bit, but that's okay. We're here now. We died, but we got better. We we did. We got better. And I, I was rewarded. Uh, the reality rewarded me because I found. Fellas, I found pony goods in the real life, in 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 our real world, non Equestria. Uh, but Which is before rare. we get into it, yes, yes, we have we have three episodes to review today. But I've yes. got uh, bre- breaking news: ponies in real life. I found I found some things while out and about in my real world these couple of days, and I want to talk about them real quick. Go for it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I went I went uh to a thrift store. Uh, a local thrift store, not like a Goodwill even, like just like this, like the world famous Redlands thrift store. It was just this That's big funny. warehouse thrift store. Uh, and they had a bunch of books. And because my brain is completely broken, I, I-, I looked on the shelves and laser focused in and found uh, a book called The Elements of Harmony Volume 2. And it's this like, I have it sitting in front of me, it's this blue hardcover book that covers like Every episode through seasons one through six, every main character and like a bunch of songs. It's just this like show compendium. And I'm like shocked this was here. And I was so excited to find it. And uh, something uh, quite cute about it is that on the inside of the cover, it, uh, there's a, there's a, a children's drawing just kind of scribbled yeah, around here. It's really where, where, it cute. Says, <laughs> yeah. Is there an Marin? My Little Pony, The Elements of Harmony, and then there's two drawings of some Powerpuff Girls. Uh, one, one says of them me. Has an arrow. Wait, one of them says me, yes. Yeah, one of them says me. They drew themselves hey, as a little Powerpuff Girl. Smart kid with mm-hmm. the Powerpuff Girls Friendship is Magic connection. <laughs> it's true. It also at the bottom says, like, I think it says BLI and then Darkness. That rules. Is that their OC? There's me and then there's Bly Darkness. I hope so. I hope so, please. I hope so. Blind Darkness, if you're out there. <laughs> we love you, and we love your little drawings. Yes, no, but I was so excited, because this I, I've never seen this book, and I would have gotten this off the shelf immediately. I, I wonder if maybe Volume 1 was an earlier published book that had uh, less seasons, so I, I don't know. But, but fellas, fellas, our story doesn't just end there. Uh... I look for another five minutes, just at all the books, you know, seeing what's over there. And I see another goddamn My Little Pony logo staring at me. And I found, this is this is quite topical, and the timing is great, because I found an actual Daring Do book! Yeah. Someone must have been, like, cleaning out their closet. 
Yeah, and I like, it's funny because this one is basically new. I'm looking at this and it's like, this retailed for $10. I got it for like two. And the books were already like really well priced and then I thought they were all half off. So I I looked for a long ass time to see if there were there were any other pony books. <laughs> but the, very, the last, these are the only two I could find. But yeah, I found uh, Daring Do and the Marked Thief of Maripor. Uh, it says wow. it's published by AK Yearling, so that's pretty funny. Uh, and uh, look, you can even you can hear the you can hear the turning pages on the mic, maybe. But let's see. Horrible. Horrible uh, noises. Yeah, a fun little auditory. Ooh, yeah, a little ASMR. 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 Ooh. There we go. <laughs> oh, that was a fun way for. <laughs> we might cut that out. <laughs> maybe. Uh, yeah, no, inside this, the font is fucking huge, by the way, because this is a children's book. Oh, I bet, yeah. Uh, but it says, it lists other books by A.K. Yearling, and there's ten other books that are all Daring Do, so I'm like, what the hell, where have I been? Where, what's going on? Um, then I, I saw in here, let's see, where, where did it say this? Aha, um, it said that the first standalone edition, I guess this was published in 2016, uh, but it says it was originally published as part of the My Little Pony: The Daring Do Adventure Collection in October of 2014. So I'm, I'm curious how many, uh, how many books were in that collection, and if that's like still able to be found anywhere. But I, that that's all. I just I couldn't believe my timing of finding some some fun G4 stuff out in the wilds. Uh. And- <laughs> I actually found two other fun G4 things on the wild at Target today. But I think I want to save that for another episode. Uh, I'm going to tease you for next time. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe we could talk about it at the end or something. Maybe, yeah. But uh, but speaking of Daring Do, uh, I wanted to segue because a, a little bit of tidy up from the last episode, I forgot to mention something. Or yes. we forgot to mention something. Yes, we did. That I, was driving me crazy. In Read It and Weep, it's either seven minutes in or eight minutes in. There's a, a shot of Daring Do and she like sighs or just goes like, ah, oh, or whatever, you know, just like exclaims. Mm-hmm. But her mouth looks like it's saying something completely different. Yeah. Emily pointed it And it looks it like out, it was, yeah. And, and I went back and like looked at it and it's like full lip syncing. Like it, they, they very much had something there and cut it out. And we, the version that we watched, like uh, we had said before during Derpygate, we watched the version, I think, before edits. Like, we saw the original, like, Derpy audio. I so, mean, who's to say? We're watching re-uploads on YouTube. We, of course, so. yeah. We are. But I I don't know. I feel like these are the non-edited versions, so I don't know yeah, so, what the hell... Uh, yeah, we wanted we wanted to throw it back to you, uh, listener. If you know anything about this random, uh, shot where it looks like Daring Do is saying something else, and if you know it that it was like changed in post, let mm-hmm. us know because we couldn't find anything. It felt weird that this cut was still in the episode because it clearly looks like <laughs> she's like saying like, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" Which you know, yeah, something something like that. They would have to that. change that if if she did say that. I do think they'd have to edit that. I think it'd be really funny. I also like the idea that like they are their own like s- like creatures, and she said it, and they were like, "Oh no!" She said these words out loud. We have to cut it, and not cut. like they animated it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, there's a fun head cannon that all of My Little Pony on screen is a play. Do the whole fucking Mario, uh, Super Mario treatment. Oh yeah, there's there's art of that like everywhere. I mean, I mean for like every show, it's a. Def- it's a- Oh, yeah, it's such a fun trope. 
Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's that's my just tangent is, yeah, help us out if you know. Yeah, like tweet at us, send us a Tumblr, like, message or... We're I mean, baffled even... when we couldn't find anything. We looked, so... Yeah, you could even email us at friendshipiscontent at gmail.com. Like, we, we, we don't... We want to anything. know. Anything. We need, we need to know. <laughs> yeah, we're desperate for it. But yes, but there's... That's my little loose ends here. I just yes. want a little story time with my excellent thrift store finds. Uh, and, and our, our during do dubbing disaster, mm-hmm. not disaster, you know, I'm just trying to no, yeah. sue me. It was a good uh, segue. But hey, thanks. Let's, you want, you want to get into the show? The cartoon? Yeah, let's actually talk about Friendship is Magic. Uh, the three episodes we watched this time were Putting Your Hoof Down, It's About Time, and Dragon Quest. Um, pretty good episodes. Yeah, hey, we've got some favorable things to say. And, uh, yeah. Can like, I just say how great favorable. it feels to be in season two? Like, listen, I know season one is so important and so dear to me and so dear to so many other people. But man, I just feel like the writing and pacing and just nearly everything is better so far. <laughs> I want to be real with you. We rated some of the season two stuff not super favorably either. Like no, we're getting I, I there, know, we're like, getting there for sure. We're starting I feel like the to hit highs our have been higher. Like oh, for, for season sure. two, like yeah, all of our lows for season two has never felt nearly as low as like a diamond dog, diamond dogs, over a barrel yeah. And, yeah, right. Yeah, we're never gonna get that low again. Hopefully, dear God. Oh, oh God, hope I've heard some stuff about the later seasons that scare <laughs> me, but that could also. Who knows? It could also be like nostalgia uh, lenses. People who are like, I was here since episode one and this is nothing like yeah, the beginning yeah, exactly. kind of thing. But hey, that's, so, that's like, why we're doing yeah. this in the first place, you know? Exactly. Is let's see how it holds up. And hey, hey, funny cartoon horse show holds up. Uh, and yeah. I'm so excited because first off the bat, we finally get a Fluttershy episode. We do. We haven't it had one of those like in a been, little while. Because, yeah. I mean, uh, we had uh, the Finding a Pet episode that, you know, Fluttershy's, but that was a Dash episode through and through. Yeah, so. it, was, it was a Dash episode. Um, but yeah, do you no, want me to get into the, my girl. the long and short of putting your hoof down? Please, please do. Uh, Fluttershy is having a sort of crisis of faith about how much of a pushover she is or how much of a doormat she is. And she goes to a self-help seminar run by a big bull named Iron Will. Um, well, and not, not, not just a bull. Oh, a, a minotaur. Minute. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> I was like, what? Like, what do you mean he's not a bull? I'm like, oh, he's kind of. And gets a little bit of help for her uh, self-conscious, anxious behavior. For better or for worse. It's true. Oh. Uh, but yeah, let's uh, let's talk about the opener, which <laughs> let's just call the opener Angel Sucks. <laughs> I uh, this opener. So we're in this like Fluttershy's. Rabbit. We're in Fluttershy's little cottage. Her cottage core home that I would die to live in. Yes, it's very, very cute. I'm looking at God, it. It's like I a will. little it's like a little hobbit home. Got like all like the like, just... the like thatched grass. It's really cute. It's really cute. There's little like animal passageways and cages everywhere. Mm -hmm. I'm just all I'm saying is that my house already is kind of like that. So it's like this is just this is perfect. (laughs) It's true. And inside her cottage, she's feeding all of her little animal friends. And there's like 
rabbits and squirrels and mice and fucking ferrets i think it's like all these little like woodland creatures and she has just sort of a generic pellet that she gives all of them uh except for angel her little pet rabbit and when she tries to feed angel the pellets he is a little pissed off bitch and throws them all <laughs> yeah, over the that, ground that's how I'd put it. and, and yeah, then... he pulls out this like cookbook uh, and taps on angrily taps on this picture of like <laughs> it, it's like a, a a salad sundae it's a salad yeah. with slices of orange and a whipped cream and a chair on top and what i'm thinking is this feels like when like in the 60s and and like 50s where houses were just getting refrigeration so they're just like we're just gonna make fucking whatever <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like, like okay we got some jello we got some pineapple you got some mayonnaise and a banana good mm-hmm. enough you can refrigerate it like <laughs> yeah putting hot dogs and gelatin molds and shit just a lawless land of who gives a shit put some whipped yeah. cream on it <laughs> it looks like a, it yeah, looks like a like a comical like scooby-doo style banana split but on a uh on a but salad, it's a salad. Yeah. yeah, that's a good way to describe it. So, yeah. but you yeah, know, uh, Angel's angrily tapping at this, demanding nothing but the highest standards. Like, and here's the thing: Fluttershy has already made like a salad for him, and it's all like Angel. You should be happy you're not getting the pellets. You're getting special treatment already. It's but true. no, he he demands the best, and Fluttershy's like, "No, are you sure you don't want this this delicious treat?" <laughs> and he smacks her in her. the face. <laughs> it's. And that's our opener. It's just Angel being a little nasty fuck. <laughs> yeah, Angel sucks. Uh, and so uh, she has to go out and get the groceries so that she can make the special salad that he wants. Yeah, and we get to go to this little flea market. Uh, yeah, it's almost like a farmer's market. Yeah, it, I guess it's more like a farmer's market. But, like a little like, uh, hey, outdoor Can I, can I talk about this, this lovely little farmer's market? Please. Because there's quite a few little uh, ponies here. And uh, my little ponies, I would even say, if I were so bold. There are um, a couple that I want to talk about, but you can you I can know. take it away I for know. the start. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, well, because uh, some of the storyboard artists mentioned that they want to put in some fun little Easter eggs. So we see, uh, we see Lyra and Bon Bon. Uh, but clearly, Lyra and Bon Bon, because uh, Lyra's sitting somewhere, like, trying to reach a cup. Uh, and Bon Bon has a bag with Lyra's cutie mark on it. Mm. Oh, wow. Oh. Mm. oh, what's she doing with that one? Wow. Uh, and they're and they're like meet up at the end of the background while Flourishai is like going out and about. Uh, but <laughs> Lyra reaching for this cup reminded me of a dumb drawing I did that like blew up when I was fourteen. Um, I go, do you remember that meme format of the guy going, "True story, bro." kind of vaguely <laughs> it, i think was it my was it mike tyson or was it neil degrasse Ty- a tyson of a sword i don't know with a cup in their hand and eyebrows or was it wait was it neil patrick harris i don't know it's some grade a 2010s ass internet meme and i drew lyra like holding that cup making the same face with that text and i remember just being reposted all over the cheeseburger network and that that was my first like viral image <laughs> so hey, I, can i looking can i tell you something yeah yeah what's my up? body had a violent reaction to you saying reposted on the cheeseburger network <laughs> yeah, well that's where i spent a lot of my time there was and especially because there was an entire pony section there too the uh that, uh, wow 
Yeah, yeah, My Little Brony, I think that's what it was called, but they had, like, you know, they had little, like, sectioned areas, and that was one of the ones to, like, quarantine all the pony memes that were flooding every board. Yeah, that, just hey, get them all out of there. I'm your fandom historian, and there there you go. <laughs> wow, thank you uh, but yeah, for no. That. Hey, you're welcome! Love to inflict psychic damage. Uh, that's my favorite. Uh, but yeah, no, I just, I like seeing Lyra and Bon Bon deal interact. Uh, we also see Derpy, uh, go for some, some asparagus, but unfortunately is the last one to arrive, so she, she doesn't get any. Poor, poor girl. Poor girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the last one I will point out before you could take over is that, uh, I didn't even realize, but Pip, like the little polka dot British boy <laughs> was oh. from Luna Eclipse was in the background. And like... I didn't even notice him, but I was looking at older comments on, like, uh, board discussions where this episode aired, and everyone's like, whoa, it's little Pip! Pip's here! And I'm just sitting here like, did people actually like Pip? <laughs> did people like little Pip? That's insane I, to me. I didn't even notice or even feel like mentioning it until I saw how many people were excited to see him. <laughs> yeah, that sounds I, I wonder, insane. I wonder how newer viewers feel about him, because I don't... I don't give one single damn about this little British boy. <laughs> I know how I feel about Pipsqueak. How do you feel about Pipsqueak? I think mean, he should fucking go back to trotting him. <laughs> Rude, but I don't, I don't, he's fine. He's, he's a child. I can't actually be that mean to him. <laughs> don't you love being mean to children? Isn't that like, one of your hobbies? I do love being mean to children. Yeah, one of my hobbies is like Which is ironic children. because your Sona's a clown. Yeah, that's true. Get help. My Sona's a clown, and one of my favorite background ponies is Cheerily, who's a teacher. And I'm like, fuck them kids. (laughs) Fuck them kids. Uh, What did you want to talk about in this uh, this busy little scene before we actually talk about the scene itself? (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to talk a little bit about the scene because she goes to, like, buy a bundle of asparagus. And, like, people keep, like, cutting in front of her or, like, like... There were people that were already there, um, and some of the last two that are in front of her uh, getting asparagus are these two really cute ponies. Um, there, there's one that is like light blue, like rainbow dash color with this like, she, and she's got rainbow dash's eyes too. Yeah, and she has kind of like a like a a strawberry blonde. It's like an orangey yellow mane with like these big bows. And the other one is... Fucking Malibu Barbie ass. <laughs> yeah, the other one is pink with these orange sunglasses and, like, blue hair tied back in, like, a ponytail with these, like, and, like a lightning blazer, bolts. like, a pink blazer, yeah. Yeah, and, like, lightning bolt, like, earrings. And the blue one little, has these... <laughs> this, like, stripy pink and black, like, shirt. Um, And they're called Surf and Turf, apparently. And I, I think I these two are... A- <laughs> adorable i am in oh love with surf and turf yeah which is funny because they're they talk with this like oh my god could you believe it like yeah, this like, like valley girl valley girl very very funny but yeah no we the only we looked and we could we could find surf and turf and i think that's part fan name part actual because the old like one of the only actual sources yeah. we could find is that one of these was available in the mobile game as, as quote-unquote pushy pony yes yes oh. one of them was pushy yeah, pony no. Shout out to Surf and Turf. You guys are funny. <laughs> but yeah, I no, really t- like tell, Surf and Turf. Tell me what Surf and Turf are doing in this scene. <laughs> um, they're being bitches, and <laughs> they managed to like bully Fluttershy away from the asparagus and take the last ones. 
Or they take the the, the second to last two. There's only one left. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they're just being mean. But then we see once again Rarity and Pinky. Yeah. They've been, hey, they've been hanging out a lot these couple these couple episodes. I'm kind of remembering why. Rarapai, I was like, baby. I kind of like Rarapai. There's there's good. a type. There's it's good. It's good. But yeah, they they see Fluttershy and they're like, Fluttershy, what what are you doing? Like, you shouldn't want to push your own. Fluttershy's like, no, it's fine. It's fine. They're like, uh, no, it's not fine. Uh. <laughs> Let me show you. And then Pinky like jumps in front of her. And Fluttershy's like, oh, okay, that's fine. You can do that. And she's like, no, <laughs> d- that's the problem. So like, and they're trying to tell her like, no, you need to stand up for yourself. You know, it's, you know, assert yourself. Don't be such a doormat as they keep saying doormat multiple mm-hmm, times. Yeah, doormat is like the thing this episode. <laughs> yeah, which it, it just already emphasized, you know, it's like, it's a pushover. You're being a pushover, darling. You've got to stand up for yourself. Uh... So they they make an example. There's one asparagus left, and there's <laughs> there's this dweeb ass little earth pony. Apparently his name's Gizmo. Gizmo uh, is <laughs> Gizmo looks like he should be the older brother to Peppermint Twist. <laughs> You're not they're, wrong. They're both New head such they're both such little losers. He's got like the slicked back, greasy, like br- dark, dark brown hair with like all these <laughs> like little like together glasses. Yeah, the big old Coke bottle glasses and this like pencil and mustache. Does this pony I've, have acne? I think he might have acne. Oh, poor guy. That's... He also has the worst, like, developing developing mustache you've ever seen. Yes, like, it is literally like one or two, like. They're like strands at a time drawn mm-hmm. in instead of like a full thing. And he's got like this fucking tweed bow tie. <laughs> he's truly it's, just uh, the fucking dorkiest pony just, you've ever he's seen. He's just pathetic, sad little, sad little man. Uh, do you want to say what your fave does to this poor little gizmo? <laughs> yeah, Rarity comes up and flirts with him. And is basically like, oh, hey, you, until she, like, manages to basically just take the asparagus from him. He's, yeah, he he bought the like... last one, and she is, like, using her feminine wiles mm-hmm. to just And it's like, it. oh, you little handsome. How You're telling me no one's called you handsome before? It's like, well, gosh, why don't you flex for me, you little... And then just, like, takes the asparagus out of his thing and just... She makes the best face as she's trotting away from him. Like, this... Mm-hmm. This is the rarity I like. This yes, is the this rarity is rarity. I like and love. Yes. I love uh, it and, so and, much. And, you know, it's able to get the last asparagus for, for Fluttershy. And they're like, all right, well, what, what's next? Uh, yeah. And then we see the tomato stand. And, oh, gosh, the tomatoes, they've... That damn inflation... It's, uh-huh. it's rough, even in Ponyville. <laughs> yeah, if you guys want to know more, you should Google My Little Pony Inflation. I don't think you should do that. <laughs> I mean, you can if you want, but... Uh, hey, if you Pinky... Roll, if, you, if you roll... No, no. Live with your crimes. Sit with what you said. Okay, sorry. Yeah, no, it's actually this... Um... The the inflation bit that they do is actually an animation rule. Uh, if you want to learn more, look up My Little Pony Rule Thirty Four. <laughs> um, no, she and this Pinky and this tomato saleswoman, like she's trying to show Fluttershy how to be more assertive and aggressive. Um, and they do like the fucking Looney Tunes bit where she's like, "I'm only gonna pay one bit for a tomato," 
and the saleswoman's like, it's two bits, the one bit, two bits, and the, you know, like the rabbit season does. You know, season they're bit. going back and forth, and they swap it, and then she's like, and it'll be one bit, mark my words, and she's like, all right, have you, or then, you know, it gets for a discount. And yeah. hey, can I talk a second about bits? You know, the money? Yeah, the uh, the gold coin-based economy that is minted somewhere in Equestria and presumably founded on a gold standard. I want to talk about bits because I was curious how much bits are worth. And I found that there there is a part on the on the fandom wiki that has it. And I found a chart that people have used uh, for mentioning in the show. Uh, <laughs> this uh, It varies a little bit. Yeah, well, I mean, even in this scene, it varies in that, like, the the haggling system of this, like, this woman being like, oh, it's, we've raised it from one to two bits, it's like a doubling in price, and then the next part where we, what is, what is she trying to get next, the, uh, oh, oh right, the last cherry. cherry, which I, I'll talk about the layer, but about bits, yeah. about bits, yeah. This is so funny because this is, this is, we're just playing pretend because. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, So money. one, it says that in Call the Cutie, an apple is worth eight, uh, four gold bits. I'm like, okay, it's a little pricey. But for eight gold bits, you could get an entire basket. But also, okay, so apparently an apple pie is worth two gold bits. And so is a fritter. But one apple's worth four. So what's going on? We're playing Calvin and Ball I've over here. That, oh yeah, most things just to get anywhere in Ponyville, range from one gold bit to five. But I found two glaring exceptions. Okay. Uh, it mentions in the show. There's a lot more in the comics. The, the only two I could find is one is that a hoof sewn hat by Rarity is 50 bits. So it's like, hell yeah, get that bank, Rarity. Good. And two is... <laughs> What quote unquote a month's rent on a tiny space in Manhattan is fifty thousand bits. Oh my god! So you I want don't know rent what the... in New York. It's five thousand a second. Thousand. <laughs> so Jesus Christ. Uh, there you go. That's uh, bad. Lands. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But anyway, uh, uh, studios in Manhattan bits. ain't what they used to be. Wolf inflation. I'm telling pony inflation. Yeah, pony. <laughs> Man, we're talking a lot about pony inflation this episode, you guys. Yeah. What can What can I say? Um, continuing on. Yeah, I'm uh, we're really at cherry stand. Yeah. So Pinky. <laughs> don't make people think that. Don't. Sorry, go on. I don't want. I do not. No. No. <laughs> I don't like that. I. Echo, I will admit to the weird shit that I like. That is not one of them. <laughs> let's let's move on. Our mothers <sighs> listen to this podcast. I know. Let's move on. I don't want them to Google that. Yeah. Uh, Christ. Yeah. Anyway, so Rarity's made an example of the asparagus. And Pinky's made an example by Looney Tunes it up with this tomato. Uh, and then there's one cherry left. So it's like, all right, Fluttershy got to step up. Which, hey, by the way, who the fuck leaves one cherry behind as the, like, one cherry? You're not just going to buy the last cherry. There's, like, who leaves one cherry behind, and also, like, Fluttershy, you should have come earlier in the day. My gal, you should have not waited this long to where there's, yeah, like, exa- nothing exactly. left. If you are this bad at, exactly. like, haggling, you should have come earlier. Uh, yes, and uh, haggle she tries, because first off, 
she tries Rarity's little, like, flirt bit, you know? So Rarity's like, go on, go! Uh, so, so Fluttershy goes up to this, I guess his name's Crafty Crate. He's this, this... Oh, yeah, Crafty, Crafty Crate from uh, Mysterious Birdwell. He oh, shit! One He's one of, like, the construction... Oh, um, yeah. dang, look at him! He's got a little farmer market side job. Uh, yeah. Fluttershy's like, oh my god, I need this cherry really badly. He's like, really badly? And she's like, oh my god, yes, I'm desperate for it. And he's like, oh, there'll be ten bits! And everyone's like, Oh no, because ten, as we've discovered, ten bits is a lot of bits for a cherry. Uh, So then Rarity's like, gesture, like, come on, go on. And then Fluttershy goes like, oh, hey, Mr. Handsome. Oh, I know you want to do the right thing because you're handsome and strong and big and and handsome and strong guys are always nice to everyone. And it's just doing the worst bit trying to do the flirting bit that Rarity Mm -hmm. did. And so Fluttershy in a panic is like, uh, uh, okay, uh, how about 11 bits? And he's like, what, you'll, you'll pay 11 bits? And she's like, no, I mean 9. It's like, wait, what? And it's like, okay, how about 12? That's my final offer. It's like, okay, 12. Take it or leave it. It's just everything's going to shit. Yeah, she's really uh, bad at all of these, just like, everything. bits. Yes. Only to find one of the background players comes by and says, I'll give you two bits. It's like, all right, sold. It's like, that's a break. I'm like, what the yeah. fuck? Don't be mean. Yeah, tough break, kid. It's really funny. But before before we wrap up this extended tangent about this uh, farmer's market, uh, I noticed something that I think might be a first what becomes a regular uh, occurrence in this series. Uh, I could be wrong. This could have uh, been shown earlier. But Fluttershy opens her little saddlebag with her wings. And I think this might be oh. one of the first instances we've seen of the wings of Pegasi being able to be used as like second hands, which I adore i think That's we may cute. have seen like rainbow dash doing push-ups with them but like later on in the show they definitely do this a bit more it's such a fun and creative way to have a little bit of extra motion you know mm-hmm. i just like that yeah it's cute uh and after that we head back to uh fluttershy's little cottage where she's assembled this like salad sunday that angel wants Hey, pretty and, good. It's yeah, like perfect. Yeah, it's almost perfect. And he's about to eat it. And she says that she's sorry that it doesn't have the cherry. And that's when Angel notices and like pulls up the book for comparison and then just like throws it out the fucking window. Fucking kicks, kicks Fluttershy and the salad out. And this yeah. is where I said, once again, Angel is a worse villain than Trixie. <laughs> yeah, I also have that in my notes. <laughs> very, very funny. Uh, uh, but she hey, hits. Flash, she, she hits her mailbox. Yeah, and she sees a flyer for a self-help seminar, and she says that she doesn't want to be a doormat anymore, and so she goes as Celestia as my witness. Yes, yes, which I think is the second time they've used <laughs> Celestia as yeah. God. So that's um, funny. Yeah, that's great. Uh, so hey, we take the next scene. The seminar is being held in a hedge maze. Not the Canelot hedge maze, I assume. This must be a different one. Or like, a, I guess it's more of a corn maze, actually, looking at it closer. Yeah, it looks like a corn maze. That's funny. Which is interesting, because what, what do you find in mazes in, in mythology? Let's let's say, hypothetically. Um, like like a labyrinth? Like, a maze. like if there was like a like labyrinth? A lab- um, yeah, like what if there was a labyrinth? Maybe. maybe and what if we had maybe mar- like various... Maybe a minotaur. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, and oh we my see god, it's a Iron minotaur! <laughs> yeah! Hey, Iron Will is our special guest star of this episode. Um, let's talk He's funny. about Iron Will. <laughs> He's funny. He's funny. He's this dark blue minotaur 
with big ass he's silver shredded. horns. <laughs> yeah, he's shredded, and he has uh, a fucking uh, a bowhawk, and he does do like the Mister T pity the fool. Yes, reference. he is. And he is specifically inspired by Mister T and Hulk Hogan. Uh, and, and he, he, yeah, he, he has looks a habit and of like he, he refers. Yes, yes, he refers to himself like in the third person, often in rhyme. So it's like when some pony tries to block, show them that you rock. He's, he's yeah. Uh, but yeah, he he's a riot. He is our our uh, our force this episode. He's got a bunch of like goat minions. Mm-hmm. Is that the right? Yeah, they're I don't know. scary. He's, his groupies. He has these like goats that are like you know quadrupeds, like everyone else is. And they don't talk, but they also have, like, lanyards and ties and, like, intercoms. Like, they're running this seminar for him. Mm-hmm. So, so, yes. What's going on there? Uh, I, yeah, I could not tell you. Um, I, I don't know, but, yeah, though, this this seminar is in the, in, in a big old labyrinth, and there's, like, there are a lot of ponies here. It's like, what kind of loser convention is this? Yeah. Uh, which I, <laughs> Speaking of loser convention, I like that this is a seminar about being more assertive. So naturally, this is full of people that want to be more assertive. Mm-hmm. And Fluttershy gets kicked to the very back of the audience. I'm like, in a crowd full of losers, Fluttershy's still... She's literally the <laughs> bottom like, of the totem pole of all of the other this, losers. This poor little... <laughs> it's so sad. <laughs> Our little meow meow. It's so pathetic, but... uh. <laughs> Yeah, tell, tell us about the Iron, Iron Will seminar. What does it teach our ponies? Um, to be a jerk, basically. Yeah, just, so, mm-hmm. like, he is seeking out like a a uh, example for his seminar, and the goats single out Fluttershy because she's obviously like the most loser of all the losers. Uh, and he like points and he's like, "You get up on stage," and like the crowd parts, and like there's like. <laughs> You can't see anything but like Fluttershy, and then she like walks yeah. around the crowd to get up to the stage. Yeah, she which doesn't is really go through funny. the path that was made. She goes around it. That's such a good time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They bring her up on stage, and be like, "You don't want to be like this pony, do ya?" And everyone's like, "No." So they try to educate her. They're like, "It says you know when some pony tries to block, show that you rock." And by using an example, someone budging in front of her. Uh. It's like Fluttershy's like, oh, sorry. And Fluttershy says, don't be sorry, be assertive. Never apologize when you can criticize. Uh, and then, like, yells at the goat that cuts in line. Like, awful, just just screaming at him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then says, like, well, look, if, if this technique can work for this shy pony, then it could work for any pony. And, like, lifts her up by the hoof and, like, totes her around. And Fluttershy's, like, and she makes she's kind of feeling it. She's like, oh, face my God. In the whole she makes world. the cutest face in the whole goddamn world. She makes and this she's... cute little, like, sea mm-hmm. smile happy face. And, but so she's cute. realized, like, oh, look, I can do it, too. And naturally, it's like, there's this shot of, like, Iron Will where he gets, like, bits in his eyes and there's a cha-ching because this is a paid seminar. So oh, yeah. he's like, oh, hell yeah, I'm getting my bits from this bitch. So <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and then we start getting new Fluttershy, as she calls yes. herself later. Um, the first instance of New Fluttershy is there is a gardener that is watering the uh, her like flowers, and he apparently always overwaters it. He's got that. It's this. I think it's the same one from the Canterlot Garden. He's got the like goofy, like the Disney goofy hat, and he's got like no. Yeah, I'm not. Sh- I'm not mark. sure if it is, but it, it might be. He's got no cutie mark. I think it's the same guy. Yeah, it could be. 
are a relative. But, uh, yeah, no, he's just drowning the flowers in her front yard. And Fluttershy's like, oh, excuse me, that's, you're kind of, you kind of, that's too much. And, and he's like, oh, no, no, I know what I'm doing. And before Fluttershy walks away, she's like, oh, I could do this. And then steps on his hose, lets it overflow, and then just floods his face with a back cup of water. Yeah, she's <laughs> and just And then like... as he's like, and then she like, does this little, like, giggle and, like, trot for joy. And be like, like... Yeah. Because she, she got her way, I guess. Uh, <laughs> in the I mean, meanest possible way, but... <laughs> yeah. Can we talk about these next ones? Yeah, go for it. Uh, we see over a bridge, I guess, on the way to Ponyville, uh, we see uh, a Bonbon and Cherryberry. We, Cherryberry is uh, just a, another background character. Not super... Uh, lo- not lots of armor in the fan, but we know Bonbon. And Bonbon says one of my favorite lines ever. <laughs> They're they're kind of gossiping there, and they're it's hard to hear, but you overhear them saying, oh, "Okay, go ahead, try out one of your jokes on me." I laugh at anything. <laughs> I laugh at anything. I laugh at it's anything. So funny. Or, sorry, I laugh at everything. Uh, but they're they're like uh, they have little carriages of just like dirt and trash and garbage. And hey, real real quick, real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are human shaped socks in this trash. Don't worry about that. Okay. I do have we to all, say that we all know ponies wear socks. <laughs> Everybody, okay, is, every pony knows that, that is, ponies wear socks. Yes, Echo has learned in her her now boy have in this community. I. People sure love to draw these funny cartoon ponies in socks. So there you go. But I, all I'm saying is that I, those yeah. those aren't hoof shaped, if you ask me. I'm, well, all I'm saying. Anyway, that's true. Uh, but they're, <laughs> they're blocking the way. They're gossiping. They're talking whatever. And Flash is trying to get them out of the way. They're not listening. So before she tries anything else, she just kicks the mounds of trash on them. Uh, Which, and, and by honestly, the way, based. They might have deserved it, because here's the thing. They're making this joke, and we overhear them. They say, and so the donkey talks to the mule, just in that voice. And I'm like, have you guys been racist over there? Are, y- y- are y'all being racist right after we have our donkey episode? It feels, it feels like it it, it it feels like it could be a racist joke especially because we like had the mule comment earlier yeah from... so i don't know man maybe they did deserve to have trash put on them put them yeah. in their place but in the frame of the episode it's bad don't put trash on the people and they can just move also Ooh. hey wait a minute flesh can fly she can just no she's based <laughs> she can... for this <laughs> anyway and then she goes to see uh, Pinky at Sugar Cube Corner, except there's a big long line, and she's at the end of it. That's no someone... problem for a new Fluttershy. <laughs> yeah, someone tries to cut in front of her, and she, like, shouts them down. And the entire line leaves. They're like, oh, jeez, whoa, take it yeah, easy, like, man. Oh, oh. Like, you see oh, them and... all, like, move as one single unit, like, sliding it's very past funny. her. It's yeah, very it's a really, funny. It's a really good and visual she's... thing. she's... <laughs> During all of these things, she's making up new rhymes. Well, either she's making up new rhymes, or she has learned rhymes for these very specific scenarios. I don't know which like, is funnier. I do think that she learned them. I want to say that she learned them from Iron Will. I think that he has mantras for, like, everything. I think that's... Which, think would, that's... which would check out. Part part of his, like, uh, payment plan is you get more books with more rhymes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh... And then Fluttershy and Rarity, not Fluttershy, uh, Pinky and Rarity, once again, just hanging out. They're like, wow, look at you! Or, you yeah. know, just completely unaware that she's being a fucking asshole to Fl- everyone. <laughs> Fluttershy gets up to the counter and Pinky is there, and then Rarity walks in from off screen. I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? Are they not allowed to are hang you- out? 
Why are you? What are you doing here? I mean, sure, <laughs> but what are you doing here? Anyway, but um, uh, anyway, anyway, yeah, no, and they're like, "Wow, we're so proud of you. We're proud of this is the new Fluttershy. We're so proud of you. Proud as Pink Punch. Want some?" And we're like, "Okay." Whatever. So Pinky pulls out this thing of punch as Pinky does, and the Fluttershy is like. You laugh at me, I wrath at you, and it like kicks the punch over onto her, and it's like, and they're like, whoa, okay, gee, and then Florsha <laughs> like leaves the shop going la 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 la, just happy, and then yeah. all the other ponies see her trotting down, and they're like running and screaming like, oh my god, Fluttershy's here. Yeah, she's like gone off the fucking. Deep and she, end. yes, she's like gone mad with power and is like yelling, and Pinky and Rarity are like. Oh no, this is not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we cut to her back in her cottage, and she's just like mad with power, like yelling at her like woodland friends. There, there's this like cute like postal worker. It, it's not Parcel Post. We actually see him briefly for like a second later. Uh, who yeah. like I think he has like vision issues because he's got really squinty eyes and giant glasses, and he keeps putting the mail in the wrong mailbox, which is like okay. And Forshaw yells at him too, and then like kicks him into the mailbox and then parcel post takes him away with the mail which i'm like hey that's pretty efficient ponyville's uh, mail system's not something to shake a stick at <laughs> it's very very good and funny mm-hmm. also i will say maybe don't maybe don't do jobs if you're not if you're gonna like mess them up you know i don't know man he's following, like, he's well, following his dreams or, or maybe like find a better accessibility option i feel like there should be like <laughs> Some other place within the mail system that he would be better suited than delivering mail to addresses that he can't read. I don't know. Oh, maybe. (laughs) I don't know. I might just be me. You might. I don't know. You might be onto something. Uh, and then there's uh this like out of town pony. Tourist. Yeah, very funny. He's got like a. He's got like a um. What am I? Like a Hawaiian shirt. Like a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, visor Mm -hmm. and like a tour guide. Uh, and he asks, uh, he asks Fluttershy where something is, and when she goes to answer, she drops <laughs> the letter that she got out of her mouth and into she a was puddle. Holding it with her mouth. <laughs> yeah. No, and she gets so mad at him for quote unquote ruining her mail that she grabs him by the camera and swings <laughs> him around violently and throws him. Uh, and he hits the bell in this tower. That was what he was looking for. He was looking for like the, like the clock tower or whatever. She throws him, and he like hits this hay right next to the tower, and he's like, "Oh, there it is." So, there it is. Apparently, uh, this guy's name is Globe Trotter. That's cute. That's cute. But yeah, no, Flash and Rarity here are like they were. They're here for an intervention. They're like, "Hey, this is this is not all right. You got you got chill, bro." Um, and then Flash makes them fucking cry. Yeah, Fluttershy is so mean that she makes both Rarity and Pinkie Pie cry. And they look miserable. I'm genuinely like, oh my god, yeah, they are like, devastated. Yeah. Looking at these two, it's like actually sad. <laughs> it's it's like looking at an injured puppy. It's like, no, no, you know, you're just like, don't yeah. be sad. Like, and they leave sobbing. And, and then they kept saying like, what if? They eventually are like, what did that monster do to you? And Fluttershy's like, he's not a monster, he's a minotaur! And then she looks at her angry reflection, she's like, 
oh no i'm the monster and then she miserably like walks home and boards up all of her windows and doors and ties herself to a chair with angel's help yeah where when we next see like the cottage it's like like you said like all boarded up and like the sky is like dark gray yeah i wanted i wanted to mention like i kind of like that we get to see like an overcast ponyville we don't see a lot of weather in equestria outside of like sunny or like snow you know it's it's Mm -hmm. it's like oh i I like the tone change uh but you know what's so sweet what is that despite everything rarity and pinky still go to check on her Mm -hmm. there's this visual bit that i really like where um she's like hung up these pictures of uh iron will or like i guess his pamphlets or something Mm mm-hmm and when she came back, she must have, like, torn them down because the ones hanging on her mirror are, like, kind of, like, ripped or, like, one is ripped completely in half. And she sees her reflection and it has, like, his horns from, like, the paper. And it's just, yeah, like... Yeah, so it looks like she's got the horns. Really, and, like, that's some... Yeah, it's really dark and I, like, really nice enjoy framing, the framing though. of it. Yeah, the, yeah there's, this, there's this great shot of, like, a, a season two is love to do this where it, like, shifts focus from her face to the background and, like, shifts from soft focus and on her to soft focus in the background it's just nice mm-hmm. i'm like man, yeah, they're, no, they're slowly but surely just stepping up the the boarding it, it's great uh uh but then you know pinky and Ray are trying to check up on her it's like well you know it's want to be sure you're okay and clear that fleshy's learned her lesson uh and iron will comes back and he's there mm-hmm. to collect his payments he is and he starts like ripping down the boarding on like the front door and then he like knocks very politely <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah it's there's this this uh dichotomy that he does where he's like about to be like furious and very daintily does it like there's later yeah. on uh we uh I, I won't jump the gun but they argue a little bit and he says he's gonna come back later and as he returns from later he takes like a little hand basket that he's like daintily holding like a little woven like picnic basket which is great mm-hmm. Uh, something else he does as he's introducing himself, because uh, Pinky and Rarity don't know who this is, is that he does this whole spiel about, he's like, I'm Iron Will, you're Satisfaction Guaranteed. And then he, like, looks at the camera, directly at the camera, and then Pinky and Rarity look at the camera too, confused, like, what, what are you looking at? Like, <laughs> it's, it's just, it's a good wordless little bit. That's very funny. Uh, but yeah, no, Iron Will is mad because it's time for payment. And it's like, all right, you know, it's, you got paid for a seminar. So Pinky tries to do the uh, payment thing that she did with the, the one bit to it. But instead it goes like, I want a refund for half a day. It's like, no, not refund. Uh, uh, you will come back in a day. It's like a full day, a half day, a full day. They go back and forth and uh, they're like, well, it'll be a full day. Or mark my words. Like, I'll see yourself. And then he's like. Wait, no. And so they just, <laughs> she, he chucks Pinky aside. They're like, all right, Fluttershy, pay up. And then Fluttershy opens the door and quietly just goes, no. And he's like, yeah. what do you mean, no? Uh, and she well, says and- that she's not satisfied. And that was like his, his guarantee. Mm-hmm. It was like, if you are not satisfied, you will get a full refund because he's just so confident both with his seminar and also that he will be i guess intimidating enough like yeah Yeah. like he's there's this bit where he's he's like uh like treating the fence outside your house as like a wrestling ring and it's like getting ready to like enter the ring and rumble uh Mm -hmm. and it's being super intimidating but then flourish is like uh iron will says every pony is always satisfied he's like well 
then I guess I'll be the first then. But since I'm not satisfied, I refuse to pay. It's simple as that. And then everyone is like, what? Like, the goats are shocked. <laughs> yeah, like, shine. mouth agape. Yeah, like, Pinky and Rarity are there, like, mouth agape. And are just like, what would you say? And they're like, I'm not paying. And it's like, and then Iron Will just leaves. And they're like, are, are, are you sure? And she's like, yeah, like yeah, I'm oh, sure. Okay. It's like, oh, okay. And takes his little hand basket and is like, huh, no one's ever said that before. And then Iron Will says, no means no, huh? I gotta remember that one. That's a good catchphrase yeah. for my next workshop. <laughs> It's cute. Uh, and uh, then Fluttershy puts Angel in his place because he's being a little dickhead. And she says she's just like starts, you know, giving him the stare. And that's I was going to say, yeah, time. like, I, I feel like I'm surprised we didn't get more of the stare from the previous episode. But yeah, uh, I guess she's just become like such a pushover in this episode that like she doesn't even want to use the stare. She doesn't even mm-hmm. like think about it as like an mm-hmm. aggressive tactic. But she does at the and, end. And yeah, and we get our letter to Celestia. Would you like me to read it? Yes. Uh, dear Princess Celestia, sometimes it can be hard for a shy pony like me to stand up for myself. And when I first tried it, I didn't like the pony I became. But I've learned that standing up for yourself isn't the same as changing who you are. Now I know how to put my hoof down without being unpleasant or mean. Wow. And that's that. And yeah. I really like this episode. I, I also really like this really episode. Like this episode, yeah. I, um, I am, I know I've said it before, but I, I straight up, I am loving Fluttershy more and more with this rewatch. I, mm-hmm. I feel like she was really, maybe the reason why I didn't click with her as much is that she does feel kind of underutilized in these first few seasons, but she oh, really yeah. shines. And she's in one of my favorite uh, episodes of the entire season coming up, uh, which is funny because I, I'm curious how I'll reflect on it since it's been so long. But uh, Yeah, it's also funny because yeah, I'm just pretty a- sure that's an episode I'm going to rate <laughs> less good. I listen. It's been like ten years. We'll have to see how I feel about it. But uh, no, I just the comedy is so good. There's fun environments. The animation's top notch as always. Like mm-hmm. pretty good. Uh, I I feel like the shit gets a little old. Like it, it, you know, it's it's like all right, we we get we get the rhymes, we get the meme, but it's for what it does. I I think it's a good time. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? I agree. I think that we haven't had a Fluttershy episode in a while, and this was a really good one. Um, it's as a, it's far... very welcome, welcome yes. back, you know? Yeah, absolutely. As far as things I would change, I think the only thing I would do narratively is have her confront the, like, people from the farmer's market. Again, like, servant her for, um... Oh, crate, that would that would be a great crate. change revisiting these same characters. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that. Kind of a kind of a parallel, like a mirror to yeah. her at the beginning of the episode. I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, would you rate it? I'm giving it a very solid B plus. Hey, same B plus. Nice. Look at us. Look at it's us. It's a good episode. I, I really enjoy it. I think. I think I would have rated a little higher back in the day. Like, I remember this being one of my favorites, but no, this is good. It's a good time. No, yeah, it's a good one. Uh, you know, it's an even better time. What? Uh, the next episode. Oh, yeah, it is. Uh, the next episode is we finally get to spend some time, some well-deserved time with our girl Twilight, which feels like, again, like the first night, it feels like forever. And what a welcome time it is. Uh, but true. before before we do that, I think Twilight has like a spell she wants to use or something. Uh, Twilight, can you, can you like take us away to to the ad zone? 
Thanks, Twilight. Super cool. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> yes, uh, we get a Twilight episode, finally. We haven't had, like, a good Twilight episode in a little while. And or a good, like, really Twilight-centric episode. Yes, yeah, and this it's... is a capital T Twilight. This is her episode. Like, our last real, I feel like, time with her was Lesson Zero. And, man, hey, what? you want to talk about It's About Time? I would love to talk about it. It's about time. Uh, do you want the long and short of it real fast? Yeah, make it real short. <laughs> so we, yeah. Sorry, we've pittered around so much. Yeah, like, we, yeah, I guess we had a lot uh, to yeah. say. Oops. We did. But yeah, let's, uh, the long and short of It's about, about Time is Twilight comes back from the future to give a dire warning to the Twilight of present day. And our Twilight of present day has to figure out a way to avoid that potentially disastrous future. Uh, and yeah. then shenanigans. And shenanigans. I mean, of course, shenanigans should be assumed. Oh, oh, yeah, of course. Shenanigans should be just the asterisk after every episode. You know? Yes. <laughs> uh, and it's insane that we are already so excited to talk about this episode because this episode starts with a rarity and spike bit, and it's still good. I'm going to be real with you. I completely don't remember what happens during this cold open. <laughs> Like at all. That's I don't fine. Any of oh yeah, this. no, it's super forgettable. Uh, because it, we see Spike in a dream, and he's showing Rarity in this dream, this ice cream house, and there's like, oh, wow, it's I've the made setup it for, for the ice cream bit. I genuinely didn't even register this during the episode when we watched it. Yeah, no, it's it's easy because it, super short because it immediately cuts him waking up. Be like, oh, Twilight, you woke me up with all your pacing, and Twilight's been up all night. Uh, at, at, I guess at three a.m. according to Spike, uh, and, and Twilight's like. Oh no, how can how can you sleep at a time like this? It's like oh, it's three a.m. It's like I, I I haven't finished playing my schedule for this month or next month, and she's just being as twilight as possible and just being over prepared at all times. And Spike's like, "All right," <laughs> and goes back upstairs and says, "Like, and I woke up from an ice cream dream for this." Amazing. Uh, that that's it. Fine. That's the but... whole. That's the whole cold open. Yeah. Whatever. Um... Uh. Oh, wait, I actually, there's something I need to mention about this. Yes. Oh, uh, because Twilight's like, can't you see what's wrong? Can you see what day it is? And he holds up a calendar and it says a four and he's like, Arbor Day? And I'm like, do pony, ponies celebrate Arbor Day? That's funny. I do like That's that. Funny. I also like that it doesn't have like a month. It's just four. Yeah. And I feel like we see, oh yeah, we see another calendar and it's got, let, let me, hold on, computer in hands. Computer in hands. I'm leaving uh, that in. You... Oh, please do. Uh, load. I, I said enhance. And... There we go. Okay, we see a calendar. <laughs> uh, I don't want to take this too seriously because it's just like an object in the background. But according to this calendar, there's only three weeks in a month and they're five days long. I don't think that's true. So I think that's just a, uh, we needed an asset. So, and the the month is uh just a pony, uh, PNG. So. Oh, that's Do funny. that while you will. Uh, but yeah, no, that's our opener. Yeah, and so after the song, uh, we get Twilight in her room, and there is a flash of light, and emerging from that flash of light <laughs> is what I keep insane. calling is what I keep calling punished Twilight. Now, what do you call um, that? Because <laughs> it's it's almost explicitly a Solid Snake reference. This is explicitly Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, so we it, see. So, it's Twilight, insane. I love it. I love it so much. Twilight has a black torn-up jumpsuit, 
like a full like body like jumpsuit. Mm-hmm. She has an eye patch, a headband, and her mane is like fucked up and frizzy and like up into this yeah. like mohawk looking thing. It is, it's, and she has this big like scar across her face. Oh yeah, it's, she's got a big scar on her cheek. It's, it's kind so of weird. fucking awesome. Punish Twilight looks so s- cool. Holy shit! What a way to start this episode. And and before before we move on to what Twilight tells herself, uh, two things. One, shout out to the uh <laughs> to the Punish Twilight cosplayer at Everfree. I just yes. thought it was a Metal Gear Solid, and then it hit me. I'm like, wait a minute, no, you're Twilight because he he didn't have his ears on. His little like. Uh, purple ears and then he had mm-hmm. an actual calorie mate with him i'm like fuck yeah man <laughs> that's really really funny uh, and two i remembered that i used to record speed paints that they're, they're just like time lapses of drawing you know uh mm-hmm. and one of my ones that did like okay was i drew this uh yeah i drew this twilight outfit and it did like kind of okay like i checked those thirty four thousand views and, and i set it to portal music so like if that doesn't like portal 2 music so if that doesn't date that video i don't know what does yeah no kidding uh, <laughs> but yeah uh punished metal gear solid ass twilight rules and she she arrives in this blink of a flash of light and is trying so hard uh and l- let me read a little bit of dialogue they're going back and forth and back and forth and future twilight says please i don't have much time and twilight's like oh is there some sort of epic pony war in the distant future or something and then twilight says Actually, I'm from next Tuesday morning, but that's not important right now. In my brain, it's like, well, of course there's an epic pony war. We just haven't, we don't talk about that until season five. It's true. So put that in your pocket, Echo, while we talk about the great pony wars of the future later. (laughs) I can't wait. I cannot wait for Fallout Equestria to be canon. (laughs) You you have no clue how close you are with that statement, my friend. Terrified. Uh, but yeah, what, how's the scene play out? Um, basically, she says that she's from next Tuesday morning, and Twilight, being Twilight, is so fascinated that she starts, like, going on and on. She's like, wow, time travel, I didn't know that was possible. Like, what's the future like? What's blah, 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 blah. And she keeps, like, going on and on, and Punish Twilight doesn't get, a, like, a single word in until the very end, where she's like, listen, we don't have much time. Whatever you do, don't. And then, and then gets taken the back flash. to the future. Yes. Because she, of course. she didn't have much time, so. Yeah. Uh, so naturally, uh, Twilight needs to figure out what the hell's going on. Because if something is that tragic and that important to go all the way back in time from the future, it's gotta be a big deal. Mm-hmm. And it happens next Tuesday morning. So she does not <laughs> yeah, have yeah, that there much is, time. It does not, it's about time. <laughs> yeah, it's about time. So she she takes it to the streets. We see Pinky and Fluttershy. I, I guess they were doing some shopping because like Fluttershy is like crawling on the ground with like just the most bundles of, of party supplies ever. And Pinky is like trotting along like effortlessly off of the ground with some balloons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm all I'm saying is that Pinky, you're the Earth Pony. Earth Ponies are supposed to be the haulers of of Equestria. <laughs> like, cut Fluttershy some slack, please. <laughs> uh, yeah. But anyway, no. Twilight like rushes in and like is like in the center of town. It's like everyone has something important to say, but since she crashed into the party supplies, she has a like, Groucho Marx on. Yeah, so she got the like, kind of giggling at. Her. Yeah, everyone's kind of laughing at her, and she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry," and just takes it off and says, "Like I have been visited for myself from the future. This isn't a joke. There's gonna be a disaster next Tuesday morning." 
And then Applejack is like, what kind of disaster? It's like, I don't know. And so everyone's yeah, like, she's like, I have no idea. We have to yeah, prepare for everything. We have to, whatever it is, we gotta be prepared. I like that Pinky says, does anybody want to panic with me? And just like stops and grins and then starts screaming. <laughs> yeah, it's very <laughs> funny. Just, um, a mood, a mood. Uh, so then we get a, like a little montage of they're, they're like trying to like baby proof, like child safe Ponyville. One of my favorites is uh, Applejack and Rarity are working to mortar up the hydroelectric dam. Yeah, remember the dam? Because we had to come <laughs> back to the hydroelectric dam from Mysterious Mariduel, I guess. Here's the thing. So that's funny. Maybe this is a good thing. Maybe this will prevent any further Mariduels from happening. You know? Possibly. Because Ponyville is apparently a dangerous place, according to that that episode. So not I, after I this episode, it won't be. Not after this episode. Uh, but yeah, no, they're they're repairing things. They're taking checks. They're Twilight's being her organizing self. You know, doing thing. Uh, we get a cute mention of their uh, the Pegasi, especially Rainbow Dash, have been like scouting and trying to give input. Uh, and we get our first mention of uh Lost Pegasus and Baltimore. Mm hmm. Yeah, she also yeah, mentioned Philadelphia, but we have heard that before. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, you know, it's like all right, we've got the clear all the way from here to there. So, <laughs> we'd love to have more like fun pun canon names. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, I guess we're all good. That should be everything. And then hey. Cerberus shows up. <laughs> yeah, fucking so, Cerberus. <laughs> so they turn around. And it is just straight up the three-headed dog guardian of the underworld that is, like, as tall as the buildings. It's kind of got, like, bulldog faces in this, which is funny, and, like, the spike Yeah, it's a, it's a very creative uh, interpretation of it. It's, uh, yeah, it's fun. I like, I like the short, it's like a pit bull bulldog kind of guy. It's, it's fun. Uh, yeah. And it's massive. Like, it's, like, huge. It starts chewing on the buildings. Yeah, and Twilight straight up is like, oh no, it's Cerberus. Who's guarding the gates to Tartarus? And it's and like, like, what the sorry, fuck what? are you what? talking about? What, what the fuck mean, is going on? And hey, hey, real quick, we, we need to talk about this, y'all. Because, one, there's she a lot doesn't. There's a lot to talk about here. Uh, what I love how sudden it is. Great comedic timing. But also, yeah, just, it's just from insane. a warp. <laughs> it's insane. It's insane. Uh, one, she doesn't say Tartarus. She says Tartarus. Like, and yes. I've never heard anyone pronounce it that way. So, so here's, naturally, yeah, t- tell me what you thought that was. Here's the, the deal thing. with that was. Mm-hmm. There are two possibilities here. Because evidently she starts saying it in the correct way, which is Tartarus. Not later in this on. episode. It's later on. Yeah, I, I later on. But in this episode, she says Tartarus with a hard emphasis on the middle, like Tartarus. It's like, oh, we're like, oh, okay. Never heard that pronunciation, but go off. And so we kind of came to the conclusion that it was another horse pun, and it's like centaur, like tartar. Like a tar? And we're like, oh, that's pretty good, but I guess not if they fixed how it was pronounced. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure. I did email M.A. Larson. I did send an email to M.A. Larson Are you asking. Se- you- no, please don't. <laughs> what did you say in that email? Uh, I asked very politely. I was like, hey, Mr. Larson, um, we run a podcast. I know that you wrote for this show. I just had a question about uh, when you were writing it. Did you, you know, 
Was this like Holy a pun shit. or was this unintentional? I don't know. I just his email's on his website. I figure why not? If he responds, Holy he hasn't shit. yet. It's been a little bit. <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you. I would. I know this show is mostly the Emily Echo Power Hour, but if we had to do like interviews with like cast Holy members of the show, shit. like could you fucking imagine? That would be an I incredible. Would, I would like, go insane if we could get like a uh, like literally for, anyone. Uh, uh, yeah, for an episode or for like a live show, if we could get a, a guest star or even someone horse famous, it would be wild. <laughs> you mean like me? I'm just, I'm just kidding. Well, you're kind of <laughs> no, horse I'm... famous light right now. No, I'm not horse fucking horse famous. I'm joking. Uh, I mean, here's the thing: is I uh, I found someone. I don't use TikTok, but they they escaped containment and are being posted on twitter uh and one of the people that used to work on the animation for the show is, is posting a bunch of their like work in progress and whips so i'm like i wonder if like ndas are expiring where like animators can probably talk about the show more i don't know potentially uh, yeah yeah but well i guess if we get a response we'll let you know uh but hey can we talk about tartars for a second yeah, let's just talk about how they canonized the idea of the underworld. Um, of, like, Pony like, Hell? Yeah, you know. they canonized Pony Hell, and they decided to... I There's a and lot. Then here's, and we don't have to unpack that all now, because I was like, hey, wait a minute, do we actually see that? And then I realized we do see Tartarus in season four, so... That's insane. Uh, look forward to that. Uh, but uh, I'm sorry, we keep talking about the Cerberus. But there's one more thing I wanted to say because I need I needed to look more into this because this is I I they, we've been getting mythical creatures left and right these past few episodes and I'm loving it. And I just want to say, uh, there's a trading card uh, of Cerberus. Uh, can can I read the flavor text? Please. Starswell the bearded did a good job teaching Cerberus how to keep evil creatures in check. Unfortunately. He skipped the obedience training. Huh? Bro, what the fuck is going on? What's going on? Bro, what the fuck is going on? What is going on? What does that mean? So Starswell the Bearded, this old ass unicorn that we keep getting mentioned, taught Cerberus how to quote unquote keep evil creatures in check. What the fuck? What is going on? By this Jesus. segment is like two minutes, by the way, in the animation because <laughs> yeah, because we he shows up literally out of nowhere, primal tanks, but then Flutter Shy lends a hand and gives him some tummy rubs. Yeah, and Pinky has balls hidden all over uh, Ponyville in case of a ball emergency. In case of a ball emergency, <laughs> and so she just throws one, and they're able to lure Cerberus back. Um, it's it's literally I- a one-off gag for like no reason. I mean, it's for funny. It's funny. It's, it's like, oh my god, funny. I guess there is something to worry about. And it's like, I know, it's a puppy. It's a puppy dog. <laughs> it's pretty funny, and it's pretty fucking insane that they did this. I, this this is why I love this show. Is I love that something like this can show up, and we can discuss this, and then just move on. Like, what? Yeah, it's, it's here's great. the thing. It's great. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna start talking about the next scene to put mm-hmm. this one into perspective. Yeah, please do. So the next scene, she comes back to her uh, library, and she's kind of covered in, like, dirt and stuff, and Spike says one of my favorite lines. Spike says one of my favorite lines when he wakes up, which is, oh, hey, how'd it go with Cerberus? Casually. Casually. (laughs) Hey, how'd it go with Cerberus? Um, Hey, Twilight, how'd it go with Cerberus? Um, And then he, like, does that, like, you know, like, belch fire where he coughs up a letter from Celestia. 
uh, which hits Twilight in the face and gives her a big paper cut, which we realize is the scar that, that future, future Twilight, Twilight had. had. Punish so Twilight, have, I guess. Yeah, punish Twilight. So we have not escaped the future. Here's the thing. Cerberus didn't have to happen for us to get the scar. Cerberus did nothing to confirm that Punish Twilight oh. is real. We didn't need yeah. that scene. It did nothing. Why did we have that? Because it set up the scene of being like, oh my god, this is the threat, right? And then it wasn't. I'm like, that's going the whole, insane. That's the whole point. It's great. That's good writing. That's why. Oh my god, Jesus <laughs> Lord. Uh, anyway. And then... Yes, the scene continues. And it's like, oh my god, the disaster is still on its way. It's just the same scar. And then Twilight literally like walks a giant like trench into her house because she's been pacing so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Spike's trying to be like, well, don't worry about it. It's future Twilight's problem. And you're not future Twilight. You're present Twilight. And he's like, well, I mean, since, you know, we don't have to worry about anything. I can make a problem for future Spike because well, Twilight's solution is to realize yes. that, okay, if I stand completely still, nothing will go wrong. <laughs> yeah, she's like, if I stand still and don't move a single fucking muscle, nothing bad can happen. And Spike's like, oh, if you're just going to stand there and not do anything and can't stop me, I'm going to eat this whole tub of ice cream. That's future Spike. That's problem. a problem for future Spike. And then Twilight's just like looking at him, like glaring, like, come on, don't do come on you know like clearly trying to hesitate Mm -hmm. and then rainbow dash comes in and spike tells her what's going on you know the twilight isn't moving and rainbow dash of course is like oh i've gotta get in on this this sounds (laughs) fucking so (laughs) funny this scene is so cute yeah yeah she's immediately like oh hell yeah like she does the slide it's like She's like, Twilight, there's a mouse right behind you. And then Twilight, like, like bites her lip and is like, oh, like, and it's clearly, like, taken aback the idea of a mice being. I like the idea that Twilight is afraid of mice. Like, that's mm-hmm. just cute. It's very cute. <laughs> but yeah, no, Spike and Twilight are laughing. They're having a riot. And then they start like, oh, well, like, bitch cares is this. And he gets a quill and starts tickling her. Uh, and it, uh, not able to take it. Twilight, like, pulls him off of her. With her magic, and he like and slams into the wall. On, on, like he's not, she's not being mean. It's just like yeah. it's like off me, you know. Like it's like it's yeah. Like she like tosses like, him, know? and he like he like hits the wall and blows a bunch of fire, which hits her. And both Spike and Rainbow Dash are like, oh, oh no. <laughs> and she's we like, what? very close up what her happened? face, like what now, what? And they bring uh, out a mirror, and she has the same fucked up mane because he burned all of it off uh because it's just scorched and all fucked up so yep future's still coming which naturally just makes twilight even more anxious because oh great the future's still its way uh yeah so we visit madam pinky question mark this is a weird scene this is a weird scene (laughs) this is a weird scene Is, is this okay that's is this what started it that's what i don't know because in we, in the past, we've talked about the abridged series Friendship is Witchcraft and how there's right. a, an ongoing thing with a slur that we cannot say about a Romani people. Yes, about the Romani people. Uh, where Pinky has like a, like a headdress and a crystal ball and is predicting the future. Ooh, fucking Madame Leota Hanuman style, you know? Like Yeah, yes. And we're like, we can't. I can't tell if this came first or if Friendship is Witchcraft came first. <laughs> I'll, we'll have to yeah. look more into it. 
Yeah, I don't know, but it definitely... Because either this was the inspiration or is a very specific thing to, like, throw to the fans. So I, right. I, I apologize for not doing more research, but... Uh, hey, this is the only way that pinky scent should ever be used, if you ask me. Uh, because yeah. we see a, we see a teeny bit of pinky scent from, like, my least favorite episode of season one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um... And it, it, the pinky sense is not related to the future telling. The future telling that she sees in the crystal ball is a completely different thing. And she's like, oh, no, this is just for fun. Yeah, she's pinky- literally just like, you know, pinky yeah. would be the type to read you tarot and be like, I don't know, this is what this means. You know, like. <laughs> yeah, mood. Pinky's like, no, 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 my pinky sense is this. And then her tail twitches and then a flower pot falls on Twilight's head. And that's why she has the headband. <laughs> It's because yeah, it's like a... Yeah, because it bonked her head. She needed to, like, put, like, an ice pack on it or something. Mm-hmm. And so now she's she's decided if she can't do nothing, and if she can't... She'll do everything! Like, yeah, she'll do everything. <laughs> and so she has all of these graphs and charts and all this shit up. And hey, can I talk about that chart? One of the charts in the background? Yeah, please. Uh, While looking up, apparently there's, like, the equation on it is an actual, like, legitimate science equation. Like, it, with no flaws. Like, it, it's something about, like acceleration of time like the quote-unquote time dilation at constant acceleration no fucking clue what that means but the science checks out (laughs) neat okay i mean i guess that makes sense with the time travel theme Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah no she's going crazy she's doing so much research spike is still just gorging himself on ice cream because oh yeah yeah, yeah, future future spike problem Yes, and that's what I meant when I said that the cold open was a reference to this. It's he has the yes, dream he's, where he's, he's like, "Oh boy, ice, ice cream. cream!" Yeah, the and entire episode he's, he's going ham. So it's yes. like, "Hey, good, good way to tie it back." Uh, it's true. And so Twilight asks Pinky to help her with this, like, with this telescope issue. <laughs> and what does she say? I need to find it. It's very funny. It's like recalibrate the apertures. Yes. <laughs> On the, nine and quarter. on the nine and quarter catadioptic cata diot- telescopes. Yeah, and I love how Piggy just goes, sure! <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's very much just into it. You know, which naturally, like, she has no clue what she's doing. Yeah. No. Yeah. And, yeah and she's she's darting around, she's looking around, and she's like, wait, Pinky, did you finish recalibrating that? And she's like, I have no idea. <laughs> and so she looks into it and looks directly into the sun, and that burns her eye, and so she has to wear the eye patch. So she's got the eye patch. <laughs> one step closer to punish Twilight. And so she basically, after looking over all of her notes and realizing how close she is to future Twilight and how close yes, Tuesday morning another is, sign. Yeah. <laughs> she decides that there's only one thing she has to do. Because Tuesday's tomorrow at this point. Yeah, Tuesday's tomorrow, so there's only one thing she can do to stop it. She has to stop time. <laughs> Which is the most Twilight Sparkle answer yes. you can possibly it's true. imagine. It's to an unknowing problem or like oh it's gonna be bad i don't know what it is but it's gonna be bad we can't let that happen yeah we'll just stop time itself i love twilight anxiety incarnate i love her so much (laughs) she is the one i associate the hardest she i think she's the pony in this show that i associate with the hardest that definitely used to be the case for me i i've changed a bit as a person but i yeah yeah i get i get that (laughs) she is just a nightmare Me. woman. Yeah. <laughs> and you Say, too synonymous. are a nightmare woman. Yeah, <laughs> synonymous. Uh, and so the way that she wants to stop time is she needs to get a spell book out of the Royal Archives. And so she, Pinkie Pie, and Spike 
all get in these onesies, these like little like cat suits, <laughs> these like latex fucking. Do you want to talk about them for a second? Sure. <laughs> I just have this captioned in my notes as pinky latex moments. Oh, I also because... have this. Yeah, pinky latex <laughs> moments. Yeah. Because in, in in the script, it, it's like. They're trying to be sneaky, and Spike's like, I don't know why we're wearing these things. And Pinky's like, I thought we were wearing them for fun. Like, <laughs> so yeah. Like, okay, so I guess these were Pinkies. Like, did you? What? Yeah, why Pinky just these had fun? these. What? She's like, Ooh, I have an idea. I've got my latex body suits. <laughs> my vacuum sealed got... latex body suits. Yeah, there's one for me, one for you, and one for Spike. And I'm like, Pinky, where, where the fuck? Did <laughs> why you did you? <laughs> and so they're sneaking into the archives with them, uh, and it's a lot of like the sneaking around and trying to like. Rolls like somersault past people while We're doing some great Pinky, Metal Gear like, Solid walk. shit. Like, like we see yeah. some guards that have this like unicorn horn spotlight, like of like, a, a, like a flashlight, but it's their yeah, like a guard with a flashlight. Mm-hmm. And they're being so sneaky. And well, actually, I'd argue Twilight's being sneaky. Twilight's no? being sneaky. The other two yeah. do not give a shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for good reason, because once they find the Starswell archives, they're like, "Damn, how are we gonna get in there? It's locked." A guard comes up and sees them, and she's like, oh, no, we're caught. And he goes, oh, hey, Twilight, do you want me to open that door for you? And just <laughs> unlocks it. Yeah. And yeah. she's just like, oh, okay. So the, the archive, I guess to the Star Swirl of Bearded Wing, once again, we have a Star Swirl mention. Once again. Once again. Uh, and the, we see from the windows that it's almost Tuesday morning, the sun is rising, and this is a huge library in here with scrolls yes. and books. So they're all like, all right, God, divvy it up. And, you know, and it's, they're, they're looking everywhere. They're searching for anything to lead them in the right direction. Uh, and the, the, the time's running out and they realize like, oh crap, it's officially Tuesday morning. Yeah. So Twilight braces for impact. Yeah, and she, like, curls up on the ground, and, like, all of the signs have come true, and Pinky's, like, the the, the latex fetish gear that she got from Pinky's, like, all ripped <laughs> yeah. up and torn like it is in the future. Cause, yeah, because she was going through, like, bramble bushes and, like, this yeah. kind of con stuff. But she, she is future Twilight. She is yeah, punished she's fin- Twilight. Yeah, she's finally become punished Twilight. Uh, as, as she's bracing for, like, a nuke, I don't know, she's cowering in fear, and Spike's like, hey, bud, he pokes him. And, and Celestia walks by and says one of the funniest fucking things I've she's said so far. It's <laughs> one of my favorite it? lines. Can, do you want to read it or can I read it? I I want. I you can read it, but I just want to say this this scene right here is why Celestia is my favorite. Well, this is not why she's my favorite princess, but it, this is just another little sprinkle on the Sunday of me loving Celestia and thinking she's so underappreciated. Uh, what does Celestia say to Twilight? Celestia is genuinely fucking hilarious. <laughs> she's just wandering through the star swirl, the bearded wing, I guess. And she <laughs> sees Twilight cowering on the floor and goes, oh, hey, Twilight, love the new mane. Well, happy Tuesday. That's the entire interaction. <laughs> and then she leaves. It's, it's just, yeah, specifically, good morning, Twilight. Love the new hairstyle. Well, happy Tuesday. And then just walks away. <laughs> well, happy Tuesday. What the fuck is wrong with Celestia? <laughs> I love her so much. She's so and funny. I know it's even fires. We don't even have a letter to her this episode. That's our, that is our Celestia quote. <laughs> oh, good. Great. And I love it. I love it. Uh. But hey, the letter to Celestia is the letter to Celestia is dear Princess Celestia, happy Tuesday. <laughs> happy Tuesday, smiley face. 
smiles. Uh, yeah, so then Twilight kind of realizes that, like, whatever she was worried about was silly. You know, it's... She needs to stop trying to not only not face the future, but literally stop time to avoid her problems. Like, sometimes you just gotta take things head on. Yes. Yes, it does part just how ridiculous everything has been since she tried to stop this in the first place. Like, she looks at herself mm-hmm. in the mirror and is like, I look ridiculous. This is this is stupid. Uh, yeah. But lucky for Twilight, Pinky found a scroll. Yeah, where she, it'll allow her to go back in time. I think Which it's wild only, that that's it's, just in there. <laughs> yeah, it's only for a little bit and it's only, like, what, a week or something? There's, like, limitations on it. Like, heavy limitations well, on see, the time travel. See. Oh, here we go. Pinky says, uh, I found something that doesn't stop time, but lets you go back in time. You can only go back once, and it only lasts a few moments. It's short. Uh, oh, that's interesting. As, yes, it's okay. short. You can only go back once, and it only lasts a few moments. Huh. Uh, okay. And, and while Pinky's okay. giving that to Twilight, <laughs> future Spike has caught up with, or, or present Spike has caught up with future Spike, and all the ice cream he's been chowing down this entire episode has finally hit him. <laughs> it's true. Uh, Twilight uses the spell to go back in time, and uh, she goes to tell a past Twilight uh, a message. Don't worry about it, you know? Like, hey, yeah, she's this like, is, do not stress yourself, you know? She wants to say, like, it's it's gonna be fine. This is, you are going to feel miserable if you, you know, treat yourself this yeah. way. Yeah. But she says, she that's says, not what there she isn't, says. Yeah, she <laughs> says, there isn't much time. Whatever you do, don't, and then gets brought back to the future and then says something to the idea of, like, don't freak out about you know, this next week or whatever. Yeah, it's just she's like, you do, oh. don't waste your time worrying about... And then she's like, I can't believe I just did that. Because this yeah. scene is the identical scene that the episode yes. started with. It's Twilight being like, wow, you're from the future. That's not possible. That's cool as hell. You know? And yeah. of course you can't tell her. And then the dawning realization of what everyone, everyone just has a laugh because they're like, oh, duh. Yeah, which does confirm that time travel in this uh, in this universe results in closed loops, which is fascinating to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh and that's that's how we end is there's like let's go home, you know, like it's what a day it's been, so Yeah. Uh, and this day specifically like, you know what? I'm not gonna worry about it. It's past Twilight's problem. It's true. And that's uh, it. And it's one of my favorite episodes of the entire goddamn series. I, I'm genuinely, serious. nothing I would change. Emily Larson fucking I would kills it every goddamn time. <laughs> There's a reason why he was kind of like the showrunner for a lot of like. Yeah, man. This here's the thing. I think I must have been mixing this up with Lesson Zero. Yeah, Lesson uh, Zero is trash compared to this. This is the better Lesson Zero. Like, yeah, this is like I, if Lesson would, Zero was good. Yeah. I like Lesson Zero fine enough. I gave, I gave it a I B. I don't. But this, hey, spoiler alert, this is a full-ass S. This is only below the uh, the season two opener and winter wrap-up. Hell, I'm tempted above it of a winter wrap-up. I I wouldn't change a goddamn thing. Just, the writing is tight. The, like, the visuals are good. The score is good. Like, when Twilight shows up, there's this, like, uh, future Twilight. So there's this, like, score of, like, Mysterium and, ooh, and it's it's unique. And just everything about this episode is so tight. Like, latex. Mm-hmm. 
like latex, like Pinky's latex fetish gear. <laughs> so right now I have it at an A plus, and I have it like on this tier list so I can see it. That would be putting it next to Showstoppers and Luna Eclipsed. I can't believe you put Showstoppers. You, I can't Showstoppers is fantastic. Showstoppers is fantastic. It is the it is the epitome of what the CMC is about, and from what I know about what happens to them later, their later shit is nowhere near as on point as what Showstoppers was yeah. about at its core. Whatever. <laughs> anyway. Look, look. Yeah. Just because Twilight doesn't get it because she had no friends growing up, doesn't mean that it ruins the episode. <laughs> She's just an idiot. It's fine. We t- <laughs> well, I'm an idiot. But I'm, real talk, I'm keeping this an S. I'm serious. There's this is like if I this is one of those episodes that if I want to show them to someone who's never seen the show, this would be one of those. I'm like, here, this is fun. Put put this one on. You know. Yeah, I mentioned that I put it with Luna Eclipse and Showstoppers because I think I'm gonna bump it up. I think it's gonna be an S. Yeah, look at us. This we don't agree on things this often. Like previous episode, look at us. It's just a fantastic I episode. Genuinely, it's no paced complaints. impeccably. The Cerberus thing is fucking insane, but I think that the pacing is still like terrific on it. Like mm-hmm. it's just, it's just such a tight episode. Good, it's good so callbacks good. to what we have seen. Yeah, uh, great, good humor. It, it consistent like references to itself, like not you know like wow, look at this, but in like a, a clever way. Like this, I'm so glad this show exists like this because like I imagine like a very much younger me, like if if I was at the demographic when this came out, like I would have loved this episode as a little kid. Mm-hmm. Like I think about like how I like time travel episodes and like the Fairly Odd Parents and stuff when I was like you oh know, yeah like, absolutely at, in elementary school like I would have I would have loved this and I love it now it's man yeah, it's it's such Banger. a good episode it's so good <laughs> all right with that behind us we need to get into Dragon Quest and we got to do it fast because we <laughs> have been going for an hour and yeah, a half yeah yeah well I don't think we'll. I was gonna say, I don't think I'll have much to say, which is what we anticipated, and then we watched this episode, and then we had way more to say. Uh, this episode is a lot better than I thought it was. Me too, I agree. I I went in to be like, oh, we have to follow it up with a Spike episode, and then I was like, alright, alright. No, I was pleasantly surprised with Dragon Quest. Same, same. Uh, Give us the long and short. So the long and short of Dragon Quest is Spike begins to feel like he is not quite a pony and he needs to connect with his dragon heritage. And so when there is a migration of dragons uh, going over Ponyville, he goes to seek them out and like try to bond with them. He he wants to find his people. Yes, he does. Uh, and I was, I wrote this as a note later in the episode, but can I actually kind of get into it now? In a second, because I wanted to mention something about this episode before we get into it as well. Okay. Okay. I'll keep it brief, but I learned that this episode almost perfectly mirrors an episode from the G1 series. Because I'm not sure if we've mentioned it before, but Spike is a character from G1 as well. Oh, Yeah. He's also a little, like, wingless purple and green dragon. But yeah, no, I it aired it. <laughs> oh, fuck. The timing is perfect. I have the page up for this. It aired on September 11th. <laughs> oh. What year? Hey, we were, 
you know what's funny is that we were supposed to upload an episode of uh, on September 11th as well, but we were oops. yes. So <laughs> we apologize for uh, not what year? getting this up on September yeah, 11th. So, sorry, uh, uh, 1987. So it, it's it's been a minute. Oh, okay, just a little bit before. It's still just a little bit before, <laughs> but no, it. no, it's it's not identical, but it's super similar because it's uh the the spike in G1 wants to learn about how to be a dragon from the other dragons. So he goes on another little dragon quest and finds his kind. Uh, it plays out a little differently. Uh, and I probably should have watched it before watching uh, recording, but too bad. We'll do that another day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, this episode mirrors one of the 80s series ones. And I think that's cool. Yeah. Uh, what were you going to say? This is a very weird take. Mm-hmm. It isn't something that I specifically can speak on, mm-hmm. but the way that they handle Spike's, like, where he fits in in life, it, I think we had said, like, someone had, when we were watching it, had said, like, queer allegory, but to me, me it <laughs> feels, it feels more like a mixed race allegory. Because I know that a lot of people who are of, like, mixed heritage have that issue of being, like, you know, like, well, I'm not white enough to be white, but I'm also not, like, a person of color enough to fit. Like, it's the feeling of being, like, between two worlds that is, like, really fascinating to me. It's it's not something that I I could speak on, but... Exactly! I didn't consider that either, because we're white as fuck! (laughs) We, We are, yes. But it definitely uh, has that I can, vibe I of, can like... I see that. I can absolutely see that. Mm-hmm. Of, like, being between these two worlds. And especially, like, later on when, like, he starts saying, you know, like, I'm a dragon. And all of the dragons start saying, like, like making fun of him by telling him that he is a pony. Mm-hmm. It very much feels... I don't know if that's the intent. But that was sort of how I took it. How I read this episode. I think it's I interesting. Can, you know, I didn't pers- I didn't even consider that, but I can absolutely see where you're coming from and I can kind of agree with you. But uh yeah, yeah. let's uh, let's get into it. Let's get into it because this is this is an interesting little opener. Or at least what the opener sets up. Yeah. So the opener is uh Rainbow Dash and Twilight are trying to get uh Fluttershy to come with them to the dragon migration. And Rainbow Dash pulls the card of I went to see the boring butterfly migration with you. And so you have to come see the dragon migration with us. Yeah, exactly. Like, come on. They're literally like, dragging her by the tail, trying to, like, take her away. Like, no, that's scary. Dragons are scary. It's... <laughs> mm-hmm. And she literally, like, kicks Dash's ass about it, which is, like, a fun, so fun carry through from the Iron Will episode because she's, like, starting to be more yeah, aggressive and assertive. Learning. Good for her. We have character development. Yes, which I love. That brings me so much joy. But yeah, there's this whole thing about how she's like, I'm not going! And she, like, le- leaps out the window and just, like, refuses to join them because dragons are scary. Which I'm like, hey, she says all these things. I'm like, well, you need to be nice because <laughs> Spike's your friend and Spike's a dragon. So maybe not generalize yeah, so much, Fluttershy. <laughs> but I get it. I get it. Like, mm-hmm. they, they're they big and have lots of teeth. Yeah. And the few that they've, like met so far have not been the kindest uh but then we see uh you know you know my little pony a little theme song and then after the cold open we are in uh we're in the trenches literally Um, yes we are uh which is say they've dug a trench (laughs) and covered it with foliage 
and they're all wearing camouflage. Yeah, because I guess uh, we, we what we've learned quickly is that one dragons migrate, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, like uh, for what we've seen is we've seen that dragons were like fairly isolated. We had you know the one in Dragonshy where he was like, hoarding a lot of treasure, and we saw like the loathsome one that like uh during the Owlicious episode. Uh, so it's like oh. They do move in herds. <laughs> wow. Da, da, da. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's like a probably a dichotomy of like dragons who hoard versus dragons who don't. Maybe, yeah, because as we've seen that like dragon ecology is very interesting. And I, I like mm-hmm. that this episode gives us more context for that. But yeah, uh, there are some interesting things that I could say about <laughs> yeah, uh, that yeah. I'm going to say about dragon physiology later mm-hmm. on in this episode. It's weird. Yeah, yeah, no, they they are in the trenches, uh, ever except Flourishai and Rarity because Rarity shows. You just go, Rarity decides to join them for the migration. <laughs> yeah, so Rarity rolls out the red carpet, and a bunch of confetti <laughs> flies out, and she. She is wearing. She, she doesn't she's see the why. Toast of the trench. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't see why the camo has to be so drab. And so instead of the like browns, uh, greens, uh, yellows of camo, she has bright neon yellow and bright neon pink and purple against like this indigo <laughs> camouflage. It is the strangest thing. Icon. <laughs> I love her. God bless. God, God bless, bless you, Rarity. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I guess you know she. They're making their way from Ponyville, and they're ready to uh to watch the migration. Hey, real quick. Hey, does this Ponyville know about the migration? Because it kind of looks like they're flying right over it. And from what we've learned and seen here, because uh, Dash kind of like makes a snide move to AJ, but it's like that's pretty lame. Is that all they got? And then they like a dragon blows fire on their trench. I'm like. Hey, does like does Ponyville know? But are they gonna be okay? Is Ponyville gonna I be think they okay? Got, I think they have to. Didn't we have air raid sirens another time? That's true. Th- they're prepared. I thought we had like they're, they're yeah. good. They're good. Yeah, I assume that like <laughs> either they know or Celestia told them or Twilight let them know. I'm sure they're fine. Um, but then we see Spike in a little apron with little tea with a rolling tea <laughs> cart. And he brings up all of these little sweets and has a little a little tea yeah, kettle. Yeah, he's brought he's brought nice little treats to them, you know, to, mm-hmm. to celebrate the migration. And while they're saying they're like, "Wow, these dragons are so fierce and formidable and scary," and then Spike's like, uh, "Like it's like, yeah, us dragons are definitely a force to be reckoned with." And then Dash starts laughing because he's dressed in this adorable little apron and Dash is with like, a yeah, heart on it. yeah with a heart it's like that's the scariest apron I've ever seen and they all kind of snicker to themselves and but Spike's like what's wrong I don't know what's wrong with wearing an apron you know like which yeah. he's right aprons are efficient I use them all the time yeah and they keep kind of laughing at him until he's like bright red and blushing and then he storms out of the trench and he waddles which is very funny I love watching him like his little walk cycle yeah, they specifically say, like, Rarity's like, oh, isn't he adorable when he waddles? And then Spike's, like, off-screen is like, waddle! <laughs> it's, it's very yeah. sweet. But, like, poor Spike. And then we get the most miserable scene ever. Oh, yeah, God. Yeah, he's laying in his funny little dog bed next to Twilight. Uh, <laughs> and it's just <laughs> saying to, like, Twilight, well, they're, like, trying to drift off her bed. And he just says, what am I? Where am I from? Yeah. 
who am I supposed to be? And I'm like, oh what my am God. I? I'm what like, am oh, I? Buddy. Jesus and, and, Christ. There's a line that he says as he's like uh bemoaning to Twilight later, where he says, I wonder if dragons cry. And I'm like, oh my god. Holy fuck. But uh, it's th- this poor guy. He Spike knows nothing about himself. And and Twilight being like the best sibling ever, essentially, is, you know, even though it's the middle of the night and Spike's like crying in his bed, like Twilight gets up and is, like, trying to find some help with books, you know? It's like, maybe I've got some research, and stays up all night trying to find help, but doesn't find anything. Yeah, there's no no good books on dragons. Because I guess they're they're under-researched, and naturally that makes Spike even more upset. That's where the line comes in. Yeah, where he says he wonders if dragons Mm. cry. Uh, Which is just miserable. Uh, Rainbow Dash and Rarity show up and are kind of trying to comfort him, but mm-hmm. he says he is gonna leave because he needs an early start if he's going to join the Great Dragon Migration. So uh, naturally, and... they're all taken to gas. They're like, "Oh!" Uh, and he starts packing his little bindle, his little his stick. little and, and, bindle. Hey, hey, can I point out something really nice that the animators did? I don't know if this is just an actual, yeah, like storytelling thing, or if this was just reusing asset. But I'm I'm saying that this is intentional because included in this mm-hmm. little bindle is the blanket that Applejack gave him for his birthday back in season one. Yeah, and I don't. I've never noticed that. I've never seen anyone mention it, and I'm just like, oh, this cute. It's really cute. Uh, and he's packing up and he's gonna go on his quest of self-discovery and his little dragon quest yeah his dragon quest the video game. rarity rarity and rainbow dash both try to stop him but twilight's like if it's what you need to do we understand and like we support you all the way and he's like thanks twilight and he leaves and rarity's like we're following him right and she's like oh yeah absolutely like yeah. there's no way because <laughs> he's like no he's a kid not. He's, he's like a yeah. tween, you know. They say I, yeah, baby I think dragon, he's a... but he very much he he behaves like older than the CMC, you know. But he's just he's slightly. I think a he's kid, a preteen, you know. Yeah, yeah he's he's got to be like a tween of a sort. So, uh, mm-hmm. and then we see a little bit of his quest. We see him with his bindle going through sun and rain and following the migration, watching all the dragons. Uh, he rides like a funny sheep up a snowy mountain. Uh, he, he crosses a river with a donkey. <laughs> Yeah, it looks is, like is cranky. Is that cranky? It looks like him. Oh my god, I think it is. Yeah, because he's got the it's, toupee. But it has it has the old toupee. I'm wondering if this was maybe supposed to be before. Oh, maybe I don't know. Before, uh, um, yeah. Yeah, and well, and you know what else we see that I quite enjoy uh, on his journey is we see a nest with some phoenixes. Yeah. Which is uh, that's that's a wonderful thing to see. I'm I'm happy to see them and this makes me wonder like are phoenixes more common than we thought or is this just did he end up by a phoenix nesting ground because uh as we That's learned the migration leads question. to a volcano so maybe they like the warmer temperatures outside yeah. the volcano. So, i don't possible. know i also like that we start to see phoenix sexual dimorphism where the <laughs> girl phoenix yeah. has funny hairs and like eyelashes even though celestia's phoenix was a girl and didn't have those features so, so trans you know what you know what no maybe it's like a 
peacock because we don't explicitly know that the eyelashes <gasps> are the girl you're one. right that's that's on us for assuming that's the boy that the yeah. eyel- you're right you are right <laughs> so it's it's femboy phoenixes okay and butch icon uh girl phoenixes. i don't think anyone's ever said that sentence before congrats <laughs> thanks <laughs> But hey, hey, can we talk dragons? You want to talk dragons? Let's. Hey, I, I. There's never a time where I don't want to talk about dragons. That's that is true. We are always pro dragon. But yeah, no, we're in this like crater with like some lava, and we see the giant big dragons, like uh, the ones from Dragon Shy, and uh, and then we see a bunch of like little teenage dragons that are yeah. they're by bipe- they're not they're not huge, but they're 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 like teenagers, you know. They're uh mm-hmm. they're bipedal, and it, most of them have wings. Uh, I think there's like one or two that don't. So I guess they've grown into their wings. Question mark. We'll tackle that later. Uh, yeah, Spike does explicitly all... call these teenage dragons, <laughs> which is so funny because he's so excited to see them, and it's like I know who'll be nice to me, teenager. Yeah, thank you know, goodness. Famously, notoriously nice. To, to nice kids. Yeah. Te- yeah. Teenagers. But what we see about these these various uh, dragons, which they're 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 varying designs. They're all they're not just like copy and pasted. They're very different. There's like well, it's like albino that I really dig. That's white with pink eyes. Yeah. Uh, but the main focus of the one is uh, Garble, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. He's not named yeah, in this episode, but uh, we learn his name later on in the show. Uh, these guys eventually come back, uh, and he's this kind of like jock red and orange one with a. A funky nose, like I, I don't know. They're 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 kind of strange, but uh, yeah. Uh, but they're very much snooty little weird boys. Yeah, let's let's play in rough house. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, like yes. they're just rowdy delinquents. So yeah, uh, and we also see that Rarity, uh, Rainbow Dash, and Twilight <laughs> are in a big costume that looks like it doesn't it's look beautiful. like a dragon. No, it's um. Rarity, is, you've done it again. <laughs> Rarity has studded it with like gemstones, and it's this long, fucked up looking green dragon with eyes going in opposite directions and like multicolored horns and, and there's shit. like holes in the neck for eyes so that they can see yeah, out. <laughs> yeah. And Dash is like, I'm telling you, this is not gonna pass for a real dragon. And then, like, the rowdy boys eventually just start, like, nudge- nudging him, like, hey, crackle, you know? It's like, ah, my man. Like, so it's. <laughs> These dragons are not the yeah. brightest of, of beings. <laughs> they don't They Which don't call the... this dragon costume crackle, but we do oh. We do later see. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it later. Uh, we'll I do like that it. occasionally Twilight has to speak because they want to respond in Twilight. Like, Tara Strong's voice is cr- as this dragon is fucking great. <laughs> yeah, it's really, really funny. Can I say something interesting along with kind of a headcanon? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So, like, they start doing stuff where they're asking him to, like, prove that he's a big dragon, right? You know, there's, like, uh, you know, like, a roaring contest and then, like, blowing fire and all that jazz. Yeah, m- most of the episode plays out with them trying to be like, oh, yeah, you, you want to be a dragon with us big boys? Show us what you got. And they, yeah, they do all these dragon-y tasks, you know? Yes. And so, interestingly, mm-hmm. when he goes to belch fire... He yeah, doing, burps like, up, belch-offs, cause... right? Yeah, yeah, because they're teenage boys. Yeah. Um, 
he burps up a print a letter from Celestia, which first of all, very funny because Garble like picks it up and like opens it and he's like, From the desk of Princess Celestia and he's like reading this like letter. Yeah. Um and says that he's pen pals. Yeah, he says that he's pen pals with a Namby Pamby pony princess and throws it in the lava. I don't this isn't I don't think something inherent to dragon physiology. <laughs> I think this is a unique spike thing. Oh. Oh, I was going to say something completely different. You think that spike being able to trans like to like send letters over is a spike? That's a That's actually a great point because the way Garble reacts to this is that he's never seen something like that before. And also, I it, here's okay, here's uh, here, my crack theory, right? <laughs> okay. After that, I need to say what I want to say about this scene. <laughs> of course. Of course. Yeah, but you you first, you first. I think that the rain boom affected him too. <gasps> oh! I think that because it was her magic that hatched him while in the middle of that like rampant like magic yeah. spasm or whatever, mm-hmm. we had we don't we haven't seen any other dragons raised in pony society. So I think he's his was the only egg that was raised in that way, and so I think hatching it from magic like that has had an inherent effect on his biology. That is a great theory, my friend. And I'm peppering that into my my brain bank. I, I'm Excellent. keeping... That is canon to me. I like that a lot. I've never once considered that other dragons don't do this. I mean, at least for yeah. now. Maybe maybe we'll be proven wrong maybe. later on. Maybe. I could... Yeah, yeah, I could be. I don't, I don't think so. But uh, you know what I was going to say about this? You know, uh, Garble says that oh, Spike's pen pals with a Namby Pamby pony princess. Yeah. Uh, hey, that princess is Celestia, and Celestia raises the sun, and for a while, a good thousand years, also the moon. Are I, I just want to unpack the fact that maybe these dragons are atheists in a world where God is very much real. <laughs> I do love the idea of being atheist. Yeah. Where you've <laughs> seen is... evidence of God, and they're like, no, what? That's just that's just a princess, like d- whatever. Yeah, fucker. Uh, I mean, the main thing uh, that I want to take away from that, other than one, I guess that these dragons don't believe in a God that is real, which is so funny. Uh, maybe they specifically... just like, maybe they just like don't have like a set like cosmological mythos, and they just straight up don't know. Because they, I mean, don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's like no writings on dragons, so clearly there hasn't been much pony dragon communication. Maybe they just straight up don't know Celestia exists. That I mean, and it's Which clear is that they really travel funny. far and wide, so it's like maybe they've just never had the chance to like be exposed to that culture. Goddamn! Yeah, okay. they just don't. They just don't talk. They just don't talk to ponies ever. Wild. Uh. But what I want to say is that line specifically, it becomes very clear what this episode is an allegory for. And it is a f- straight from, from Faust's mouth, even though this is season two, this was something that was like pitched around with uh, back in the day, is that this is, this is like an allegory for like a reflection on how other people feel about ponies as little girls toys like in the Gilda episode right about right, right, yeah. oh that's a pony like a little pony what that's for like little baby girls little babies yes. like you know that's that's what's going on here is that through all these trials okay. and stuff they are saying that like you're not a don't be like a pony you need to be like a dragon because ponies are lame you know like that's the whole right thing. 
That makes sense. Especially with teenagers. Yeah, exactly, you know. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, that, that that's that tangent. They're, <laughs> they're, they're doing other things. They We see a pan out that, uh, surprise, there is a dragon that looks almost identical yes, to Rarity's do... costume. <laughs> We do see the actual. This one is actually named Crackle, which is great um, because they they keep looking at Pony Disguise, you know, and they're like, "Oh, what's up with that guy?" And then Wilm's like, "I don't know. I think he's like Crackle's cousin." And then it pans to a near identical, like actual dragon, and which is one of the good, funniest visual gags in this season. <laughs> it's so good. It's we, so fucking. Funny. I just wrote like in my notes. It's just in all caps. Oh fuck, he's real. <laughs> I wrote in in mine all caps. I wrote, "There she is! It's Crackle." <laughs> what an icon! It's uh, true. And uh, after that scene, it's we realize that Spike's starting to get along with them. It's going well. They're one of the final trespass things that he has to do to like earn their their respect is dive off this super high dive into a pit of lava. So I guess dragons are lava proof. Jot that down. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense to me. Uh, yeah, no, it, it does. But like, cool, you know, add that to the to the lexicon of things dragons can do. Uh, and he's yeah. nervous because it's a it's a high dive, and he belly flops real bad. And yep, naturally, just it's like, oh, into that's it. that's bad. But no, the the teens are into it. They're like, that was crazy, dude. You belly flop so hard, and and then they like knight him as yeah, one of their own. Yeah, they like own. use their tail as a sword, and they're like, you are now an official dragon. And he walks between, like, all of their tails being held up like swords, which is very funny. Mm -hmm. But after the many jabs of joking around, it's like, oh, you're just like a pony. You're like a pony in a dragon's costume. It's like, nah, bro, you're one of us. And Spike's feeling mm -hmm. feeling like a queen, and he's hanging out with the boys and wrestling. And uh, he, Spike's, like, feeling like it's his chance to stay home. You know, like, this might be his home. So naturally, uh, Dash, Rarity, and Twilight in the costume are like, Oh, but we don't want Spike to live here forever, you know? Yeah. Um, and then the dragons say that they have something else they want to take Spike to go do. And it's just because they're, you know, they're rowdy boys. They're going yeah. to go and steal a bunch of eggs. Yeah, they're like, you the know Phoenix what? Nest. I think you're ready for a real dragon raid, they say. Uh, yeah. And so... It is in their mission is they're going to go raid some phoenix eggs. So we gotta go back to this nest with the phoenixes. Yeah, and they're gonna they're supposed to grab all mm. uh, all the eggs, but when they climb up there, they realize that most of the eggs have already hatched into and the cutest get... little babies. Oh my, oh my god. god, baby phoenixes look so fucking funny. I want one in the real life. They are so they, cute. They have this big nose. They have nose. such fat <laughs> fucking heads. Imagine if a bird looked like the capital letter P. And yeah, you for have Phoenix. A phoenix. Yeah, for Phoenix. Yeah, they're they're so good. I love them. Uh, but then they're like, oh, crap, the eggs have hatched. And they're like, I don't know, well, what, what do we do now? And they're just like... Well, we take the hatchlings. And then we joked that, wow, these dragons are pro-abortion. Not pro-choice, yeah, pro-abortion. Yeah, they're, they're not pro-choice, gonna... they're pro-abortion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so they're going to try and steal the babies, which naturally goes poorly because the parents are crazy. Like, oh my god, the phoenix, they like, 
do like like fire bombing them and they're like chasing and they're running mm-hmm. uh and there's like one egg they found so they're trying to like take that one uh and spike finds the one egg and garble's like hey man you got you gotta hand that over it's part of the deal you know and they're like all right now, now you gotta crush it you gotta throw it away and spike can't bring himself to do it yeah he's like no that's mean mm-hmm. i don't want to do that and then he backs up uh and bumps against uh, a dragon who's there to save him. And who's the that cousin dragon? of Crackle. <laughs> the our, horrible fucking yeah, costume. Our abomination. Uh so they throw it off and it's it's you know, the they, the ponies finally reveal themselves. And they have their like little hooves up, like they're gonna like tussle. It's very cute. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is. Uh and they're ready to throw it down. And then they realize that that's a horrible idea because this is a big pack of like five dragons that could fuck them up. So they naturally yeah. they, they run. Uh, and yeah, hey, cool. we see Twilight do some crazy ass magic. Like, hey, her magic is getting stronger. Like, full stop. Yeah, she's like she is she's like blinking really good at everyone. This now. Like, without mm-hmm. any hesitation, she is making everyone teleport, and they're able to escape after this little chase scene. So, yeah, yeah, they make it out and they make it home away from the dragons. Uh, and uh, Spike keeps. The little baby phoenix, which hatches, and he names it Pee-wee. Oh my god, Pee-wee. I would die for Pee-wee. And uh, I'm going to reel it back just a moment. uh, Because I guess before the chase scene, Spike stands up to them specifically and says that, like, yeah, they're ponies. And they're my friends. They're better friends than you could ever be. Uh, And he says, no, if you don't back off, you'll see what us ponies do and confronted by a huge party of group, uh, a huge group of jerky dragons. Uh, but then, you know, they run. Because, hey, that's ponies are good at running. Yeah. But he, he stands up to them, you know? And it's like, no, I don't want to live like this. So uh, we get a letter to Celestia from Spike. And as he's writing this letter, we see these various framed pictures of can him I... with Twilight and the gang. And, oh, my God. Can I talk about this one? You absolutely, my friend. This is maybe one of the most depressing pictures I've seen in my entire life. Yeah. Remember earlier when Spike was laying in bed and he just goes, who am I? That's how (laughs) bad I feel looking at this. It is a picture of the main six. Uh, I assume maybe Twilight's party, party maybe some other party. Yeah, there's like a big banner. They're all all standing with Pinky like laying down in the front. Like that's very her. Yeah, yeah. It's the five of them in the back, and then Pinky's laying in the front. And there's like a big banner with a cake on it. Yeah, it's like someone's birthday. And then, and then taped in on the side is a a, a, not even a cutout. It's a like a a ripped out Uh, picture of Spike. So he looks like he's there standing with the main six. Which is just That is miserable. so this is That so is so sad. fucking sad. This episode makes me so mad I, at people who don't appreciate Spike. Spike I know. is hey, a baby talk, and my I am son. A, I am making patches and buttons as we speak. I am a part of the Spike defense squad. I was not really into Spike on my first watch and thought he didn't contribute much no no no. i am i am so pro spike now you guys like i, I think that he is way underappreciated and i am ride or die yeah. for this little dragon now and this episode i, I think spike. finally solidified it because what this is so much more of a deeper character than i think that we realized at, at first uh mm-hmm. and and with that can i read his his letter to celestia please <clears throat> uh dear princess celestia seeing the great dragon migration made me wonder what it meant to be a dragon 
But now I realize that who I am is not the same as what I am. I may have been born a dragon, but Equestrian, my friends, uh, my pony friends, have taught me how to be kind, loyal, and true. I'm proud to call Ponyville my home and have my pony friends as my family. Oh, oh. my god. His so yeah, family. no. What I'm saying is that I, I can definitely read this as like a queer allegory of like, you know. Sure, yeah. Finding, finding your found family, finding your people, you know. It's if you don't yeah, fit absolutely. in with those, like... Find a bunch of gay ass homies and click it with them, you know. But I think your reading of uh, not knowing how to belong is is very apt. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and, it's definitely. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of different uh, perspectives of the idea of not fitting in, and so I think that it's interesting that it can encompass so many different feelings. But it's just, hey, I did not expect to go into this episode with such so much to say and so much to like think about, but. Yeah, there there is a lot here. Just the, the character of Spike not knowing who he is and or even necessarily who he wants to be and trying to frame it in regards to where he's been raised, you know, and realizing that mm-hmm. it's a good thing, you know. It's like he likes his life with in Ponyville, you know, and that it has shaped him to be who he is and that's pretty cool. Yeah. I love Spike. I we love Spike, y'all. Spike's what, my what baby. Go- He's our baby. Spike, I so I I did a little bit. I was okay, so I'm writing fan fiction, obviously, because of course I am. <laughs> um Good, good. That makes me so happy. Uh and I uh started doing some like research, looking into some stuff. Um mm-hmm. and I was looking at pictures of Spike and I was looking at pictures of something else, but oh, the did, point is... Did you get something spoiled? <laughs> no, I didn't get anything spoiled, but I did see There's later a pretty big on... spoiler about Spike later on. I mean, I think I know some spoilers about Spike. I, I'm oh, not okay, focusing okay. on those. But uh, I saw pictures of Spike when he was younger being raised by the Sparkle family, and they mm. are just so fucking cute. Oh like, my he's God. just... He's he is, just he is a member of their brother. family yeah they they are like siblings and it's so great and also leads to me having a really big issue with equestria girls but we'll talk about that later (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's fair we'll get to it we'll get to it uh but that's that's kind of all i have to say about this episode is that uh before we get to like rating and changes but yeah that's that's long short went in with like pretty low expectations not remembering much and being pleasantly surprised with a, a great look at Spike. Yeah. I honestly can't think of too much I would change. I... Here's the thing I would change. Yes. I, I think that Garble and his dragon lackeys are two things. One, they're a bit weak, and I feel like they're a bit more shallow than they need to be. Like, I get it. They want to be clear with, like, their, what they're an allegory for and what kind of trope they're supposed to be. Uh, But it... It's a bit, it's a bit much. It's a bit stereotypical, you know. And two, I straight up just don't like some of these dragon designs. Nor- normally, oh, yeah. the art direction in this show, I think, is killer and is a huge reason why it's as successful as it is. Some of these dragons do not look good, you guys. <laughs> at least, at least for me, art is subjective. I, mm, there's some of those that I'm like, man, I, uh, you guys are just drawing some stuff. <laughs> I, I, what's funny is I feel the exact opposite about both of those takes. Really? I think, really? I think that the dragons looking ugly makes sense because they're, one, awkward little teenage fucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also just like, I don't know, they're gross. 
sometimes <laughs> dragons are allowed to be gross. They're of just course, weird little guys. Of course. I think my main thing is that, like, they're very much, like, 2D. Like, it is clear, like, when you look at them front on, they have to bend some rules to make the perspective work. <laughs> which is fine. That's yeah. totally fine. That is a valid art direction. I feel like it just kind of clashes a bit hard with uh, ponies that, you know, are able to move a bit more smoothly. I, I, I'm being so nitpicky here. This is nothing, but... <laughs> That's valid. Uh, I also think that yeah. I like that they're stereotypes because it's just how teenagers are. Teenagers <laughs> are just kind of mean and like... Is it, when you're a teenager, mm-hmm. you have gotten to the point where you are able to make your own decisions and you have a modicum of free will. Which is different from your entire life where your parents and stuff have kind of led you around and your teachers and all that jazz. And you can finally, like, do things on your own. You can go to the mall with friends. Uh, Not all teenagers use that for good. Oh, yeah, yeah, And a lot of them lack empathy entirely. Oh, I was bullied to hell and back. I was a miserable person thanks to the teenagers of my life. Like, I think that this is a very accurate (laughs) look on how boys are as teenagers. Yeah. I don't think it's necessarily too stereotypical. Why would I know that? (laughs) Who knows? Um... (laughs) No, I think it's perfect. I think their fucking direction is spot on. That's exactly valid. how they that's act. That's valid. Uh, but yeah, that's I, that's how I see it. That's I guess that in that is the what I would change is like they don't they don't quite work for me. But I, I get I'd make what them meaner. <laughs> you you want hurling swear uh, slurs at that little boy? Yeah, yeah. They sh- they should be saying slurs in this. <laughs> so sad um no i think it's i think it's fine there's not a whole lot that i would change really um all right this i guess this might be where our ratings might differ for the first time this episode yes yes i think they will i i'm giving it this maybe it sounds low i'm giving it a b minus okay that's not too that's not too far off I don't. I I think this is a pretty good episode. Pleasantly surprised, and I think is a much needed look at Spike's character. Like I think this mm-hmm. is an episode yes. that Spike has needed that I didn't even realize he needed. That uh, other than like I guess some pacing and those guys with the way that they're visually and written, like I, it's not my favorite. Uh, but I get it. So it's overall pretty good. I'd say B my. It's not. I don't want to put it in C. This doesn't belong next to like the gala and oh and, no you know, God, like no. and stare not stare master uh uh drag, oh, like it master. doesn't belong like it's it's good it's good yeah, i like a I lot of what it does uh what what do you think uh i give it a b plus <gasps> oh i don't oh, think that, it's quite an hey, a that's actually but that's uh, higher than i expected from you really yeah i know i i i genuinely really enjoyed this episode i agree that it is a much needed look at Spike's character and motivations and a deeper uh, layer to the way that he interacts with the people around him. I think it's really, really good. Um, not quite an A, but uh, pretty damn good. All things hey. considered. All right. I'm glad that wait, I'm, this is the most agreeable we've been like, for season two in a I know, I know. I'm used to us some... like feuding. <laughs> yeah, we're like fucking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh and hey that's that that's uh hey yeah. thanks for listening to our long ass episode again sorry <laughs> we made it to the end 
Thank you so much, everypony. Let's winter wrap this up. Yes. It's not winter. Hey, actually, you know what? You can listen to this in the winter. Maybe. Maybe. Thank you, everypony, so much. Uh, if you want to find us on our socials, on Twitter and Blue Sky, it's FIM is content. On Tumblr, it's friendship is content. All one word. name on there. <laughs> yeah. We also have a Patreon, friendship is content, where you can see these episodes early if you uh, donate $5 or more. There's two tiers. There's $3 or more uh, is sort of a tip jar. It's, you like us and you want to give us, you know, a coffee or whatever. And $5 yeah. or more, you get bonus Living's episodes. Expensive. And we do this for free. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. And you get ad-free episodes, too. So, hey. Yes. Sick ads, you get ad-free ads, episodes. But we have to, you, get, you know. You know. <laughs> yeah. You get ad-free episodes. You get bonus episodes. You get these early. Pretty much as soon as I'm done editing, I throw them up. Uh, hey, eventually you... we would love to make some bonus episodes. We've got quite a few topics we'd like to tackle. Uh, and you also, yeah. uh, we're going to shout out all of our patrons at the end of the season. And that's coming uh, up this quick. One's, this one's coming up real quick, and season three is probably going to be pretty short. So if you want your yep. name I don't know, in the, get, in the get credits, in there. Get, get in, in there. there. It's only $5. That's less than a Taco Bell meal right now. It's like, it's about, it's a little less. Buy us Taco Bell. With, before then tax. Good. Then you're a real before one. Before tax. Yeah, it's true. Yes. DoorDash me Taco Bell. My address. Um, <laughs> my full legal name and social my full security number. Social security number. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, hey, let's shout out some music. Yeah. The song you heard at the beginning and end of this is uh, the 10 year anniversary of No Matter What by Violet Pony featuring Silver Stripe and Nami fantastic fantastic please buy it that's that i think so uh tune in next time for i think this is our last bit of season two right before the finale or yes, do you have two more our, i can't remember this is our penultimate episode <laughs> it is hurricane fluttershy ponyville confidential and mystery on the friendship express there's three m's in that so i had to go mystery 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 and then during hey, the season some finale in there. oh my yeah, god yeah during the season finale it's gonna be a fucking oh, banger i'm so Get excited maybe you can maybe add this out but are we are, of course are also gonna do the pony awards where we yes, rate yes, our favorite moments and stuff uh is i i don't think that's gonna be in the season two finale because we have a lot to say there is that gonna be like a, a standalone thing it's probably going to be in season two finale, depending on how long, because it's technically one big long episode, and we're only doing it, like... yeah, it's we're re- it's two episodes of the show, but we're recording right. one episode of IO. But hey, uh, if you haven't seen it, you have no clue what we're about to get into, y'all. <laughs> it's true. Um, if it is going to be its own thing, uh, maybe it'll be a bonus episode. Maybe we'll put it out as a trailer for season three. I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll bring it back it though. Out. We got lots. I like I like us reflecting on the season at hand. So yeah, I think being able to look back at the season is really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, because so... we need to average our rating to see what the grand mean and median is. Yes, for we do. We need to show, see what so. season two ranks up. Is season two actually better? Stay tuned. Question mark. Question mark. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. Yeehaw.